The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Thank you for supporting Dowling Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hey, good evening and welcome to the Lincoln Roundhouse on Des Moines South Side as we get ready for boys basketball tonight. It's Dowling and Lincoln in a non-division game in the Central Iowa Metro League alongside Mike Swaim. I'm Mark Amadale and Swaimer, welcome back and I see you brought a guest tonight. Uh, looking forward to this. Well, I figure it was only fitting we come back to the South Side to the greatest gym in the state of Iowa and I bring a guy who uh, spent nine years as a head coach here. Yeah, he spent more time raising you, and that was a handful in itself. <laughs> he probably enjoyed being at the Roundhouse more than he enjoyed raising me. But, uh, yeah, no, we're happy to be joined by my dad. Mr. Swain, welcome to the broadcast. One of our favorite fans on Tuesday and Friday nights, Mike. And uh, appreciate you joining us here, sir. Thank you, Mark. It's good to be here. It's I, good I to know, be back in the Roundhouse. I know you're critiquing uh, both of us when you're uh, sitting on a beach or or in a desert down and down south, but uh, how's it feel to sit next to a guy who interviewed one young man who's an outstanding golfer at Dowling and tried to get tips on golfing? Did you know about, did you hear about the, uh, I, that interview? I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. Well, he did, and he tried to pick up golfing tips, so be careful if he's uh, you're playing by the hole for a dollar. It's just FYI. The guys below us know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the one, one thing I always taught him was you, you win before you ever tee up on the first hole. So it's all about the strokes that you can get out of somebody. Well, I'm sure they do their best, but Mr. Swain, it's a pleasure to have you here, a place where you coached many years along with Des Moines Christian. We can't forget about uh, that, but you come back here. Your athletic director, who is part of your staff, Phil Chia, uh, is here. And I look and I see John Carl Court. I'm looking for the Swain backboard or the Swain, uh, you know, uh, scoreboard. I'm, I'm kind of looking for that here. I'm looking for that name, Shartner, who's another legend in the South Side, but We'll just call it the historic roundhouse. How that historic roundhouse is great. Yeah. <laughs> now, J- John Carl Court. That's a great tribute to John Carl, who uh, spent a lot of years here. He was very successful. Uh, he's influenced a lot of a lot of young men on the south side of Des Moines, and uh, and it's a good. It's a really good tribute to him. The tradition here at Lincoln. Mike, you know all about this too. Is was started by Coach Carl when he got here on his first teaching job from Knoxville. Came up here and uh, established the tradition here at Lincoln. This is one of two buildings like this in the state. Marshalltown has the other roundhouse, and uh, he really established tradition here back in the late '70s and early '80s. Just tremendous. Yeah, he he had some great players um, during that time, <clears throat> and I think basketball was a lot different back then. So. Uh, what we see today is a lot more balance. Uh, you know, the city schools back in those days were, uh, you know, they were much bigger. Uh, when when John was coaching, Hoover had had not been around that long, and so Hoover did come around shortly after I believe Lincoln won their state title. Um, but Lincoln was such a large school that it really helped them, I think. And and John ran a program that really trained his, his players in the offseason, and I think that helped a lot as well. Well, it certainly did, and it certainly established a tradition here at Lincoln. I know Coach Einers is trying to take that baton that's been handed off many times, as uh, as you have found out since you left. And here we are tonight on a very historic night. We have uh, 
senior night for the Lincoln cheerleaders, managers, uh, dance team, and the boys' basketball team. And uh, Mike Jr., I, have to, I don't know how I'm going to do this tonight, Mike Sr., Mike Jr., but Jr., you've been through senior nights. You know how it is. And for Lincoln, they have uh, eight uh, seniors that are being recognized with Coach Einerson and his staff here at Lincoln. That's always a special night. And these are the guys that started uh, that were here on uh, when Coach Einerson got the job four years ago. They went 1-21 and 21 that first year, and here they are, the first season above 500 since then. Well, not only that, Mark, but they're conference champs. They beat North the other night to lock That's up that, that championship, and it's the first time Lincoln's been conference champs since since we had conference champs back here. So it almost feels fitting to be back here on senior night. And what a tribute for these guys to, you mentioned, Mark, they started out his first year, Coach Einerson, and to win one game that first year, to come back there as seniors and, and win a conference championship, I think that's just a, a, a fantastic. Uh, it says a lot about, first of all, the Lincoln staff and about these kids and how they gutted it out. And, and Dowling's going to be in for a ball game tonight. This, this is a team that is uh, that can play with anybody. And uh, it's a great atmosphere in here, senior night, obviously. Uh, an important night for these guys. They'll, they're going to remember this for a long time. Yeah, no question about that. Now, last year, Lincoln went over to Dowling and beat Dowling 57-55 about a year ago to the day. So, and, then, and off that Lincoln team, they graduated uh, four seniors that played a lot. So they have a couple of kids back from that starting team. But uh, uh, they graduated quite a bit. And tonight, uh, some of those kids are being recognized. And, Obviously, Mike Sr., some of the young men at Lincoln, not all the seniors start, we know that, but a lot of them, the ones that do, have contributed, and they've contributed in one way or another. If you're not starting, how are you doing in practice? How you, Are you a leader in the locker room, on the bus? Where, where is going to be your fit besides being the uh, maybe the 10th through 15th player on the team? And that's always a challenge. It is, and I think that's where, that's where coaches really shine, when they can convince young men that – they need to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. And once you can do that, you let them know that the, the number one guy on your team who's the leading scorer, leading rebounder, and the last guy on your team that never gets into the game, they're equally as important. Because if that 15th man doesn't do everything he can to help everybody else get better, then the team doesn't get better. And anytime that you start out with a 1-21 record your first year and now you're a conference champion, that tells me a lot about the coaching staff, and about a, a, a bunch of young men, I won't call them kids, a bunch of young men that have bought into not only the coaching staff but also the system that they've put in. And uh, I think it's a great credit to, uh, to Lincoln High School. And it is to uh, Coach Einerson. And I've known Justin since he was an assistant at Grandview with Coach Schaefer there. Uh, he and I worked many games on radio uh, broadcasts and Grandview games, but he was a longtime assistant, went back to Wisconsin, and then uh, married his wife, who was here from the Greater Des Moines area, graduated Grandview, and settled here in the South Side. But before all that, he says, you know, I have standards, and these kids are going to meet the standards. He's got a 3.5 GPA of, of all these kids, these 15 kids that are suiting in the classroom. That is very difficult to do, especially Des Moines schools right now, and that's a, that's a credit to him, but he is stuck by those standards. He expects the kids to live to those standards, and uh, they have, and thus tonight, you know, they got a chance to knock off a Dowling team that's been on a pretty good winning streak, and uh, they got a little bit of confidence from last year. And uh, Mike Jr., you know all about that. It's all about, hey, if I just open that door and get my foot in it, now I'm now there's the door, and they knocked off Dowling, and something they hadn't done in about uh, six, seven seasons. They have not beaten Dowling in the one-game uh, series they have with each other. Well, Mark, we've seen it a couple times with Dowling this year. You, you let a team hang around for a little bit. They get some confidence, and next thing you know, it's a ball game down in the stretch. That happened to North 
uh, you think about how well North played, and that game went down to basically the last second mark where uh, Dowling needed a steal to lock that up. There were a couple games in that losing streak that Dowling had where they didn't even get off to a good start. And you, you think about uh, Johnston and Ames both having success against Dowling, knocking it off to a good start, and then shots started to fall. Dowling couldn't come back. But uh, I'm looking at a Dowling team right now, Mark, that has been playing outstanding basketball the last five games. And they're really on a roll. They've got an opportunity to finish on a, on a win streak here and roll into the sub-state uh, tournament. And, you know, you, you mentioned we did the North game. What an impressive win that was. And then what they did to Ames defensively, uh, you think about the last couple games, not North was notwithstanding, but, um, you know, the, the, Ames, uh, the uh, Ames game and then what they did to Mason City. Uh, holding these teams to one and two points in quarters, Mark, is unheard of in high school basketball. And that was a game that uh, you missed last Friday, Mike. Uh, Ames, Dowling defeated Ames 48-24. Go back about uh, three weeks before that, Ames defeated Dowling at now, Dowling by two. And boy, how things changed. The runes locked in. They weren't going to settle for just being, you know, reciprocal of that Ames pre predictable, patient offense. They ran a minute and a half off the clock. Uh, Dowling wasn't having any of that. And a lot of it had to do with Omaha Blue and how aggressive he became that game. He got the start, which he did in the first time they played Ames, got the start last Friday, and he really locked down on their best player. Actually, the third time that we've seen Omaha Blue on their best player to start the game, he, he poses such a big defensive threat with how long his arms are, how physical he is. He's got a, a great vertical, uh, just a good athlete, and can guard in space. And, and that's what we're seeing. And I, I think Coach O'Connor really has a, an advantage now where he can stick a 6'7 athletic guard onto uh, anybody on the floor, and, and he, can, he can guard them as good as anybody. We listen to the pregame show tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling and Lincoln from the Roundhouse here at Des Moines Lincoln. Mark Amadale joined by the Swain family, Mike and Mike, uh, here tonight as uh, Lincoln has their homecoming or has their uh, seniors being introduced. And uh, we're a little bit late in the start. We're going to tip off here in about 10 minutes. I'm going to go back to the point that, Mr. Swain, you were talking about earlier, being that 15th guy on the bench on the team and what it means especially after being a senior, all the time you put in, all the workouts, you can't, you're just like the starters. You can't miss any of that stuff to be a, you know, to be part of the team. But the one thing they are, yeah, they're there at every game, but there are more practices and summer workouts than there are games. And that's how vital that these guys are. And plus, they're part of your scout team when you prep for the teams like North, the Johnstons, the Dowlings. Oh, by the way, the number one Centennial. They're part of your scout team, so you hope they give you a good look. And tonight, Lincoln recognized eight of those seniors. And Dowling did theirs a few weeks ago. They are so important to this program. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think one of the most difficult places to be in is when you are a senior and you've come up through the program for four years, and all of a sudden you thought that by the time you got to be a senior, you'd be a starter, you'd be a major contributor, and maybe you aren't. And so for a coach, a coach has to go out the summer before and they've got to convince those kids that they are still a huge part of the team. I remember, you know, at one point, in fact, it was one of our last years here at Lincoln High School, and we went to two of our players that we knew probably weren't going to get too much time, and they were both seniors. And I said, I need you guys either all in. And where are you at this point in time? And they, I said, if you're all in, I said, you're the two leaders that I think can actually lead this team. And so they became our team captains even though we had a lot of other seniors on the team, and those two guys didn't start. But they provided some quiet leadership, and they showed up every day. They never complained. 
Uh, we actually played a game down at Wells Fargo, and we put one of those players in. It's probably only one of the few times that he got in that game, and he hit a critical shot against Ames, who was ranked in the top two or three teams in the state that year. Uh, you know, they had all of their big guns, uh, and, you know, we ended up beating him, but he hits this critical three-point shot, only shot he took during the game. And it was because he bought into it back in the summer. So my hat's off to a lot of these seniors that may not even get in the game tonight. Uh, those young men have come a long way, and I can guarantee each one of them that this experience that they've had over four years will will really pay off in the next several years and, and probably the rest of their life. Well, appreciate you sitting in tonight with this uh, Mr. Swain Sr. I'm just going to try, try to call you that between you and your son tonight. But thanks for being up here. Thanks for being back in town. You know, I, I didn't think we'd see him, Mike, until winter was over. I thought he was on a desert somewhere, and he here he is, comes back, sees his kids and grandkids probably. He, he, basically, I just get a text message saying, hey, your, your mother and I are out of town. We'll be gone for the next week. We'll see you in a little while. I, I don't really know his schedule anymore. So it, it is nice that uh, we were able to sort of, he's in town and able to come join us at this historic building tonight to uh, call what's going to, I think, be a, a great basketball game. Here's, here's what I want. I want you to watch for this tonight now, Mark. If I'll never forget one of the first games we ever coached together. And we were in some little gym clear up in north, northeast Blairsburg, I think it was. And there was about 10 seconds to go in the half. We had the ball, and, and I was really upset, and I called a timeout. It's the only time in my coaching career where one of my assistants slapped me with a program and said, what are you doing? <laughs> and it was this guy. I mean, he was just. I, I believe that. <laughs> Mark, we got to keep timeouts. We can't call a timeout with 10 seconds to go in the half, especially when we didn't. It, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't going to affect the outcome. It was. It, it, it must have been important, and I'm guessing it was with Des Moines Christian, not Des Moines Lincoln. When yeah, so if, if I do anything wrong tonight, keep an eye on the programs up here. <laughs> I love it. We're going to take a break here in the pregame show. Mark Amadale joined by the, the Swamers, Mike and Mike, and we appreciate both of them being here tonight at the historic Lincoln Roundhouse on Des Moines' south side. It's Dowling and Lincoln boys basketball and a little bit longer pregame due to the uh, uh, ceremonies for the seniors here at Lincoln. And we'll take our first break. Jeff Piggott is our studio producer. We'll, we thank him for all he does back at Iowa Catholic Radio. And we'll return to tonight's game here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic Mr. graduate, Swaim and Senior Dr. Todd is a little Peated. hot. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And we're back here at the historic Des Moines-Lincoln Roundhouse. It's Dowling and Lincoln tonight. Boys basketball. Mark Amadale joined by Mike Swain Sr. and Mike Swain Jr. tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome both to the broadcast. And, you know, this is uh, – they have both both teams play later this week. Dowling will play Thursday. 
because they're playing Southeast Polk, but the Southeast Polk wrestling team, and we know how good they are, uh, they've got a dynasty going over there. They will be wrestling Friday and Saturday, so they moved the Dowling Southeast Polk game from Friday to Thursday, so we'll be on the air here in a couple more days. That'll be a 6:15 tip-off for the varsity game. Uh, so that'll be Dowling's next game before they have eight days or a week off, eight days off really, because uh, the Maroons will get the uh, winner in the postseason of their substate, either Lewis Central or Council Bluffs Jefferson. Those two teams will play next Monday for the right to play Dowling on uh, Friday, February 24th. Des Moines Lincoln goes on the road Friday night at number one Ankeny Centennial, so the road doesn't get any easier. And then they settle in. They start their substate play on Monday, this coming Monday, uh, February 24th. They will host Mate City right here at the Lincoln Roundhouse. And the winner uh, has a trip to Waukee, who has the first round by. So how important is a game like this uh, before we go to our starting lineups? Uh, we'll start with the senior swim here, Mike. Your thoughts on how they prepare because postseason lingers next week, regular season this week, the seating's all done, they don't care about records. Now you're playing and try to get better. But it's true that you're it's not about records right now, but what it is about is whether or not you can build some momentum going into the actual state tournament. And you know, so many times you know that the team you're gonna play for the most part, your first game is gonna be against someone that you played before. And so if, you, if right now Lincoln or Dowling, either one, are looking past this game and they're thinking about that team that they're going to face the first night and most of them know who that is, then this game can take them in a wrong direction. And so for both teams, this is an important game. Uh, Lincoln's coming off of a, you know, winning a conference title for the first time in, in nine or ten years. Uh, Dowling has been playing very well coming off of a five-game win streak. So both teams tonight have to tell themselves that this is not a fluke, that we are prepared to get ready for the state tournament, and we are ready to go. And so I would look for both teams to be very competitive tonight. And we may see the extended lineups tonight, uh, Mike Swain Jr., because uh, at Ames on Friday night, Dowling did not have part of their bench, Simon Daniel, who made that outstanding steal right during the North game a week ago tonight uh, in the latter seconds of that game. Uh, he was injured in practice, I think, right after that game. So he didn't play Friday night, and he is back. And Simon's contributed off the Dowling bench. And the benches are so critical because there are some guys who started, mainly like Riedel, who's coming off the bench now. And uh, we're seeing different combinations. And that is also one thing you're trying to fine-tune is uh, your rotation. But that's based on matchups of the opponent sometimes. Not only Matt Riedel, but how about Joe Strocco, who had two huge threes in that North game, yes, Mark. He, he was a former starter as well, now coming off the bench. So, uh, Dowling, Mike O'Connor and the bench, uh, the, the, the coaching staff, I think they feel confident going nine deep with this team. And, and they've had to go nine deep with this team when there's been guys in foul trouble. So, you know, it just, you never know how the officials are going to call it. And uh, it's, it's a great luxury to be able to grab a guy off of a bench, know he's going to come in and be able to perform what you need him to do. Uh, you know, a couple games, Andrew Lynch had, had a nice game the other night when both Drew Daniel and, and Riggs were in foul trouble at, uh, at, at North. So it's so important to have those guys playing well. And then the other thing is, 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 starting to make sure that everybody is dialed in and focusing on what we do best. Mark, we've seen Dowling struggle from the three-point line in, in a number of games this year. And, you know, it, depending on these next games with Lincoln and, and Southeast Polk, it's an emphasis for the coaching staff to say, listen, this is what we do, this is how we do it best, 
and to try and execute that game plan when it doesn't matter. There, there is going to be a tomorrow, okay? So you can work on your stuff and make sure that you're comfortable so that when they play a week from now uh, against one of those Council Bluffs teams and there is no tomorrow, everybody knows the game plan and what you're gonna, how you're going to execute it. All right. Thanks for that. Let's get to our starting lineup tonight as we're, again, live here at the Lincoln Roundhouse. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain Sr., and Mike Swain Jr. joining us uh, tonight. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for Dowling. They are the visiting team. We're in their road maroon uniforms with white numbers. Dowling comes in with a record of 13-6. and six. They finish 6-4 and four in the Central Conference. And the uh, they come in this week just outside the uh, AP Top 10 as they had receiving votes along with Ankeny. And the Maroons will start. At one guard, Michael Keel, a 5'10 senior, averaging three and a half points and is second on the team in steals with 20, and he'll wear number three. The other guard is Matt Stilwell. Matt is a 6'2 senior, averaging 11 and a half points and two and a half assists. He leads the team with 28 steals, and he'll wear number five. At one forward for Dowling, Drew Daniel. Daniel, a 6'6 senior, averaging nine points, five and a half rebound, leads the team with 38 made three-pointers, and he'll wear number 33. And the... Uh, other forward is Omaha Ballou, the 6'7 freshman, averaging six points, three and a half rebounds. He uh, is he has 11 blocks so far this year, and he'll wear number 41. And at center for Dowling, their leading scorer is Ryan Riggs, a 6'8 junior, averaging 12 and a half points, seven rebounds. He leads the team with 27 blocks, and he'll wear number 21. So again, Dowling will start Michael Keel, Matt Stilwell, Drew Daniel, Omaha Ballou, and Ryan Riggs. A Dowling coached by Michael Connor, who just got win number 201. Last Friday night at Ames, he's 201 wins and 111 losses. And uh, he's assisted by Nick Wagner, Jimmy Nahas, David Combs, and Pat Henkenius, who has so far led the Dowling softball team to an undefeated season. Right now he is 20-0 waiting on uh, Thursday's game with Southeast Polk. Maroons come in averaging just under 58 points on offense and give up 47 points on defense. Maroons lead this series with Des Moines Lincoln 10-3 since the 2006 2007 series, but Lincoln winning last year, that snapped the Dowling five-game winning streak. Let's take a look at the Lincoln Rail Splitters. Their head coach is Justin Einerson in his fourth year here at Lincoln. 29 wins, 58 losses. He's assisted by Rob Newton, Jacob Hugan, JV coach Ricardo Keanu, and TJ Reed, and the freshman coach is Dom Shirley. And the Rail Splitters will start this lineup, as they bring in a record of 12-7, and seven, they were champs of the Metro Conference with an 8-2 record. They will start at one guard, Cameron Francis, a 6-foot senior, averaging 8.5 points or were number 2. The other guard is Andrew Klein, a 5'9 senior, averaging 4 points, and he will wear number 3. The third guard is Ben Badger, a 5'10 senior, averaging 17.5 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. They, they all lead the team in categories, along with 42 steals. And he has made 23 three-pointers. Badger will wear number five. At one forward, their leading scorer, or their leading three-point shooter is Nate Feller. Nate will wear number zero tonight for Lincoln, a 6'2 senior, averaging 14.5 points, 6.5 rebounds. And uh, he is second in the team with, or first of the team with 42 made threes. And again, he'll wear number zero. The other forward is Cameron Young, a 6'1 senior, averaging 5.5 points, 4.5 rebounds. Leads the team with nine blocks, and he'll wear number 15. So a very small lineup for Lincoln. Cameron Francis, Andrew Klein, and Ben Badger, the three guards. Nate Feller and Cameron Young in the posts. Rail splitters come in again with a record of 12-7. and seven. They average just under 63 points on offense and give up just over 54 points on defense. Again, Lincoln last year snapped Dowling's five-game winning streak in the series. 
So that is the tail of the tape. The Maroons come in winning five in a row. Wins over Dubuque, Hempstead, Mason City, Urbandale. Big wins last week at Des Moines North and at Ames. Lincoln has come in. They've lost two of their last three games, but the big win was against North on Friday night, a 90-74 win. And uh, Mike Swain Jr., that put Dowling, or put Lincoln as Metro champs because they had to play North twice within a matter of uh, seven days due to the uh, being weathered out earlier. And uh, they lost the first meeting here but won at North last Friday, and that had to be a tremendous environment for that. Yeah, what a huge win for them. And uh, I, what, what struck out to me, Mark, was that uh, they put up 90 points. So uh, this is a team that can, can score, and we've seen how good Dowling is defensively, but we were just at a North gym the other night where North put over 80 points on Dowling. So we'll, we'll have to see how tonight goes, whether it becomes a defensive struggle or if this game becomes an up-and-down shootout, which is what I'm sure Lincoln wants. And uh, for Lincoln, their next game is this Friday. They travel to number one Ankeny Centennial before opening up sub-state play at home this coming Monday night, February 24th. They'll host Mason City, and the winner of the Mason City-Lincoln game will travel to number six, Waukee. And that'll be in sub-state number seven in Class 4A. For Dowling, the Maroons' next game will be this coming Thursday as they will host Southeast Polk in a boys-only contest, and we'll tip off at 6.15 for the contest. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have the starting or have the start at tonight's game between Dowling and Lincoln here at the Roundhouse. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with Father Ryan Andrew, along with Mike Swain Sr. and Mike Swain Jr. This is Mark Amadale from the Roundhouse here at Lincoln, back with a tip-off between Dowling and Lincoln here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. to the Lincoln High School Roundhouse and alongside Mike Swaim Jr. and Mike Swaim Sr. tonight. 
We've got Lincoln, or we've got high school boys basketball. It's Dowling and Lincoln here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Busy week here on the radio is uh, Thursday night. We'll turn around and we'll have Dowling and Southeast Polk in a boys contest. And uh, on Saturday, we have the Dowling girls opening up regional play. They will host Des Moines Lincoln at the Dowling Gym at 5 o'clock this Saturday afternoon. So we've got a lot of games coming up here. And Mike Swain. Heading to the postseason next week, aren't we? It's going to be a busy week the next couple weeks. Uh, it's 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 the best. It's it's what we it's what we we're looking forward to, Mark, the whole season. So can't wait for it. Well, you have to play 21 games to get to the postseason, and we're underway now as Ryan Riggs jumped it up against Nate Feller and Lincoln, a very small team, nobody over six two in their starting lineup, and Dowling with the ball first. It's Michael Keel, Matt Stillwell. Now here's Drew Daniel, corner three from the right side, shot no good, rebound tipped around by. Omaha Blue right in the hands of Matt Stillwell, and we're underway as Dowling with another shot. It's no good. Rebound out of there by Lincoln and Cameron Young. Well, a couple wide-open threes, but that's not the game that Dowling wants to get into tonight. What a block by Omaha Blue. Young took it to the uh, the right side down the lane, and Blue swipes it off the glass. Block shot. Dowling with the basketball, and now Blue and Dowling in the front court as we're underway here at the Roundhouse. Des Moines-Lincoln, a very historic place. As Dowling underneath, and a shot by Riggs with a left hand good. And he did a lot of that against Ames Mike in that uh, game last Friday night. Left handed or right handed. Ryan showing a lot of versatility there, and Maroon's up 2 nothing. I think the staff's been working on that, Mark. Early in the season, we saw him strictly using his right, and it's great that he is going both to his right and his left. And a, a nice find that time by Michael Keogh as well in the paint to Ryan Riggs, just sort of throwing it up to the big guy. He certainly had his way at Ames the other night and uh, led Dowling in scoring on, on Friday with 20 points. Now here's. Lincoln with the basketball. Cameron Francis on the right corner. Gets it back up top to Andrew Klein. Francis and Klein play catch. Now Francis will go beyond the arc and get it back to Klein. Klein a senior. Francis a senior. They were recognized before the contest tonight with uh, 18 players. Now underneath, Francis initiates a shot. It's no good against Drew Daniel. Rebound out to Dowling. A nice job by Daniel not to foul. Just went straight up there. Now Daniel down the lane. Left-handed shot. Good. He went right around Nate Feller for the score. The Maroons up 4 nothing. And that's what he's been doing, Mark. He's been going to the basket as, instead of just relying on that three, and it's a great weapon for Dowling. Here's Cameron Young on the baseline. Can't get a shot off. Now leaves it for Feller for three. It's no good. Rebound Omaha Blue and Dowling. Maroons go left to right as we are high above the score or high above the uh, catwalk and above the scorer's table here at Lincoln. Now backdoor cut. Ballou underneath. His shot up and good. A nice pass from Michael Keel that time. Uh, and I think Omaha had sights on tomahawking that thing, but uh, Lincoln defender got in the way, but Omaha, nice job to avoid a charge and be able to put it in. Omaha one for two in dunks uh, Friday night. Just to catch up, Mike. Uh, he, he blew one, but he, he made one too. I haven't let my dad know that it's Nahas' fault of all the missed dunks uh, for Dowling. So. <laughs> Corner three up and good for the rails. Cameron Francis shoots and scores. That's the first three-pointer of the night. Yeah, Lincoln in a little diamond press, a little 1-2-1-1 trap. After a made basket, and the Maroons get it across the timeline with plenty of time. 5-10 remaining. First quarter, Dowling six, and Lincoln three. The Maroons' largest lead was six. They had the first six points tonight. And now in the lane, pull-up jumper good just inside the free-throw line. Matt Stillwell. So four Dowling players have scored here in the first quarter. Oh, really nice job by Stillwell. So good off the dribble. And here's a near seal by o- Omaha. He reached out and deflected the ball right between Keel and Stillwell, but Feller retained it for Lincoln. Now Feller beyond the arc. Three-pointer up, off the mark, no good. And rebound, Drew Daniel from the weak side. 
Dowling with the ball. They go left to right. Now in the front court. Here's Ballou. Wants to drive on Francis. Can't do it. He cuts him off. Lincoln drops back to man. Now Keogh down the lane. His shot off the glass. No good. Rebound Lincoln and Feller. Pretty good block out that time by Feller on Riggs. Now we've got carrying the basketball called on Feller. Mark, this is a Lincoln team that has attempted 467 three-point shots on the year. So it's, it's over 150 more than Dowling. You're going to see a lot of three-point attempts tonight, just like we did in that North game. Yeah. Dowling's made 100 threes on the season. Lincoln's made 150. That's quite a – and Feller will light it up. He leads a team with 42 made threes in the season. I think uh, Drew Daniels at 38 for Dowling, so – We'll see how that transpires. Here's Michael Keel for three right wing. Up off the back iron, no good. Blue with the rebound as he corrals it away from Cameron Francis. Down court. Here's Stillwell in the lane. His shot, no good. They let him play. And the rebound out to Lincoln. With it is Cameron Francis. Goes against Keel. His shot, no good. Rebound Dowling. Coming away with it is Drew Daniel. He's double-teamed after the rebound. I thought it was a good no-call. Keel was sort of falling back. There wasn't a lot of contact there, and now there is contact. Now we've got a whistle and a foul on Lincoln. Ben Badger will pick up the foul, says Tom Fettkether. So Badger with his first foul. Badger, a 5'10 senior leading scorer for Lincoln, and that's something that Dowling's likes to do is get the other team leading scorers in foul trouble, at least in the games they've been successful with, Mike. Well, and they've been so successful pushing the ball, too, off of a rebound or steal. Corner three by Drew Daniel, no good. Rebound, Drew Daniel, as Lincoln didn't get him boxed out in the left baseline, and Dowling will reset. Three and a half minutes remaining, 8-3 Maroons. Here in the first quarter from the roundhouse at Lincoln. Boys basketball tonight in Iowa Catholic Radio. Stillwell coming off a ball screen by Riggs. We get it over to Keel, and it's stolen away by the rails. Uh, Badger. Bad, yeah, nice play by Badger that time. Dowling had it all set up to go inside to Riggs, but good hands by Badger. And now Badger gets the ball out top to Keel. Three-pointer up. Good by Cameron Francis. He's got back-to-back threes, and he cuts the Dowling lead to two with eight to six Maroons with three minutes to play here in the first quarter. Now full court pressure by Lincoln. The Maroons throw it away. Keels pass to Daniel, thrown away. Now here's Badger in the lane and dribbles down. The shot is up and good, but they're going to wave it off. Foul on Dowling before the shot. Well, Mark, we're just under the three-minute mark here, and it's felt like Dowling has controlled most of this first quarter, but you look up at the scoreboard, it's 8-6, and Lincoln has an opportunity to tie this game. Just shows you how effective that three-point shot can be, and if Dowling turns the ball over, it doesn't take advantage of opportunities, it becomes a game. Dowling with four players that have scored. Stillwell steals the inbounds pass right from Ben Badger. Four players have scored for Dowling, one for Lincoln. Now the Maroons in transition here is Riggs is shot up and go with the left hand. Did it nicely from that right block, and Riggs with four points. Mark, there are two men covering him, and that's just great touch by Riggs to be able to get that to go down. Badger dribble drives the lane, kicks it out the Klein on the baseline, and he draws the foul, and that'll be on Joe Straka, who just checked in for Dowling. So Joe picks up his first foul. He and Matt Riedel came in at the last dead ball. Now Andrew Lynch in the, for the first time, the 6'5 junior for Dowling. As Drew Daniel will sit down, Michael Keel has already sat down, and so has Omaha Baloo. So Stillwell remains in there. Along with Riggs, the two remaining starters for Dowling with two and a half minutes remaining. Lincoln with the ball, Badger gets on the baseline, and now drawing the foul will be a blocking foul called on Riggs as... That was Cameron Young. He had nowhere to go on the baseline, and Riggs kind of bailed him out of that time. Yeah, Young got around Riedel that time, and Riggs tried to get him cut off but bumped him. I thought it was a good call by the officials. Clearly a foul, and Lincoln will inbound underneath their own basket. 
Rails will throw it in as uh, Alex Crimmins checks in for Lincoln, the 6'3 senior, averaging two points, two rebounds. And Lincoln, once again, throws the ball away in the inbounds play. And Stillwell with the steal and basket. And a timeout, Lincoln. This will be a 30-second break. And that is the second time tonight Dowling has stolen the inbounds play. Uh, it's, that sort of looked like a play in football, Mark, right? Stillwell going up for a, a, a pass there. Just <laughs> I called a few of those this year. I, I, I know you did. So that's a, a great job by Stillwell there. Mark Amadell along with Mike Swain Jr. And let's bring in Mike Swain Sr. to the broadcast. But I feel like I got Dick Vitale. And uh, who's the guy that used to do this? He had a three-man crew. I well, feel... Well, my brother Dan said, now don't be Lee Corso tonight. So wow. uh, that, that's what we wanted to make Whoa. sure they – I know. That's... Whoa. <laughs> was it Dan, one of the sophomore or freshman coaches here, uh, Coach Swain? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh-huh. You, no. you okay? Or is, is there just... a, there's a reason why he was a head coach and your son over there to your right was the assistant. <laughs> oh, I'm just I have, I have no comment. <laughs> uh, all right. Lincoln out of the timeout. Dowling leads it 12-6. to and Dowling with a little four-court pressure, a little one-two-two full-court pressure. Lincoln dribbles across the timeline. Feller now caught as he crossed the timeline. Gets it underneath to Francis. Francis now mashed up underneath. It's stolen away by Riedel. Blocked and stolen by Matt Riedel. And now Dowling in transition. Here's Riggs with it. Down the lane, cut off. Leaves it for Stillwell. Fakes the three. Dribbles down the left side. Can't get a shot off. And now Lincoln will settle back in their, two, in their man-to-man defense. Dowling with Straco, Lynch. Stillwell on a backdoor cut. Here's Stillwell underneath the rigs, and he long, lays it in. Nice ball movement that time by uh, Dowling. Mark, that's the second time Lincoln has got beat on a, on a backdoor cut. That time Stillwell then a nice little dump off to Riggs. And now Dowling going with the little 3-2 zone. First time we've seen that tonight. Yeah, and uh, we're, we're seeing it right off the bat here with a minute and a half remaining in the first quarter. Dowling 14. Lincoln 6. Maroon's largest lead is right now at 8 points. Lincoln playing 4 out, 1 in. Their post player right now is Alex Crimmins, their uh, 6'3 senior. He's mashed up in the post. Now underneath, a shot up and no good by Badger, but he drew the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line. And our officials tonight are Jay Flora, Tom Fetkether, and Tom Morland. And Tom Norland made the uh, foul call there, and that'll send Badger to the line for the first time tonight. Lincoln shooting free throws here, and there'll be two of them. I love veteran crew. But Badger has shown the ability so far in this first quarter to get inside the lane. Sort of a smaller version of Matt Stillwell, able to use his body and get inside the paint. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Kemen, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. Second free throw good by Badger. That's Lincoln's leading scorer. Two points here in the first quarter. Average is 70% from the free throw line, and it's 14-8. Dowling by six with a minute to play. Here in the quarter, Dowling with the ball. And now here's Riggs down the right side of the lane. His shot up and good over Crimmins. Riggs with eight first quarter points to lead Dowling. He's really playing well, Mark. Now here's a steal by Straco as he took the ball away from Lincoln all the way down court. And Straco lays it through. Nice job by uh, Joe Straco off the bench. Solo ball away from Badger. Well, how nice is that? Again, we mentioned it at the beginning, Mark, with Straco, who was a one-time starter. Just real confident. Steals the ball, able to lay it in on himself. So good job by John Straco. Uh, Joe Straco. Yeah, Joe did a nice job. And the other uh, young man is uh, Matt Riedel, who was a starter early in the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and Omaha Blue kind of shared that spot. And Omaha has been getting the start lately. And Lincoln will hold for the last shot. Possession arrow favors the rails, so we could see a two-possession swing here. But down 18-8 with 10 seconds remaining. With the basketball, Lincoln. Ben Badger between the circles, guarded by Stillwell. 
Lost it over the right side to Ron Boss, who just checked in. Three-point in the corner, no good. Rebound Riggs, and a half-court shot by Stillwell is no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Dowling 18, Des Moines Lincoln 8, along with Mike Swaim Sr. and Mike Swaim Jr. I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with the second quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And welcome back to the Roundhouse here at Des Moines Lincoln. Boys basketball tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling leading Lincoln 18-8. Mark Amadil along with Mike Swaim Sr. and Mike Swaim Jr. As Lincoln starts the second quarter with the basketball, this is Nate Feller with it. It's Feller along with Cameron Young. Ben Badger, who's down the lane, his shot up with the left hand no good, and they're going to wave off the basket, and a foul called on Dowling before the shot. Also in there for Lincoln is Cameron Francis. And inbound of the ball will be Andrew Klein. Blue picks up the foul for Dowling. And on Omaha, his first foul on team foul number five on the Maroons. Lincoln with one team foul. And the Rails go all the way in the backcourt to throw it in. Almost turn it over there again, Mike, like they did in the first half. Yeah, having some real problems getting the ball inside. Dowling defense doing a nice job. So Lincoln with the basketball. Cameron Francis and a tie-up as he worked the free throw line. And Stillwell tied him up. Tried to go around Drew Daniel and... Ran into a wall. It'll be possession arrow favoring Dowling. 18-8, Dowling by 10. Here in the second quarter is run away from the historic Lincoln Roundhouse, John Carl Court. Hopefully I'm here for the night for the Swaim induction when they uh, dedicate the backboard or a scoreboard or something. Is still well in the land. I'm waiting for that day. I told you, Mark, it's going to be the concession stand. Well, you spent a lot of time there, is that what you're saying, Coach? <laughs> Stillwell with the basket. That's his sixth point for Dowling. He got loose in the lane. 20 to 8. Maroons by 12. Either way, I want to be here for it. I'll have you guys mic'd. I'll get my football equipment out and we'll have a field mic on you and we'll see how that runs. All right, Lincoln with the basketball. They go right to left in front of us as we are high above the ceiling here at Lincoln High School, the roundhouse, right above the scorer's table. Rails. It has been difficult for Lincoln to find opportunities to even shoot the ball. And they're starting their offense way beyond the three-point line. And they're staying out way beyond the three-point line. When they get inside that paint area, Dowling's tied the ball up and really forced some shots. And for, for Lincoln, you know, we, we mentioned earlier they're very, compared to Dowling, a very small team. A shot blocked by Stillwell as uh, Young had the shot blocked, but a three-pointer up and good as a rebound came out to Cameron Young, and he scores. That's the third three tonight for Lincoln, the first for Young. 
It's 20 to 11. Dowling and now Ballou underneath. He missed the dunk, gets his own rebound, and loses the ball out of bounds. It'll be Lincoln basketball. So Omaha either lost the ball on the way up, but nonetheless had an opportunity for a dunk there and missed it. Wow, there was a Lincoln defender that just got right into that paint right at the end and just couldn't get enough of that to throw it down. But I like the aggressiveness. 20-11, Dowling with the lead, Lincoln with the basketball. Rails in their front court. This is Nate Feller working left side against Omaha Ballou. Now he kicks it back out top to Ben Badger. Now back in the corner for Feller for three. It's up no good from the left corner. Rebound Dowling. Daniel with the rebound, and Michael Keel all the way down the lane. is shot up too strong. Rebound Andrew Lynch. Maroons keep it alive. And now Daniel down the lane goes around a defender. His shot no good. And the rebound Lincoln and Nate Feller. Lincoln does not start anybody above 6'2". Dowling has three or four players taller than 6'4". So a height disadvantage for Lincoln early in this contest. Now a bad pass by Badger. Stolen away by Stillwell, and he goes in for the left-handed layup. And scores. Dowling 22, Lincoln 11. Coach? Well, that was all started by the hedging that Dowling continues to do. Every single time a guy puts it on the floor, they hedge to that side, and then they're able to force them to do something that they don't want to do. And they're forcing them into those long threes, and I was going to have a comment on that. Is a three-pointer by Lincoln. It's Ben Badger, no good, out of bounds to Dowling. And, Mike, we were talking about earlier in the year, I think it was North game, Dowling settling for threes. And then, you know, that's great when they go in. When they don't go in, when you're two for 15 or whatever, you got to start attacking the glass. At Ames, Drew Daniel, who's Dowling's leading three-pointer, attacked the glass several times in that game. He had a nice game, but you want to start attacking the glass at times instead of settling for stuff. No question about it. And Lincoln, look, they've got, they've got three three-pointers and two free throws. They don't have a, a shot inside no, a two-point basket at this point. Now here's Belouis. Spins in the lane. His shot up and no good. Got caught up underneath the basket after his spin. The rebound out to Lincoln. Rails have it. This is Badger with it, and he loses it on the floor to Riedel. Dowling with another steal, so one turnover deserves another. 22-11 Maroons. They lob underneath. Riggs down court. Reverse layup. Good. Great pass. Great pass. Well, that's the second time that Michael Keogh has been able to find him. They're looking for him every time. Full, full timeout called by Lincoln. We'll take one ourselves. Four minutes, 20 seconds remaining. Here in the second quarter, Dowling 24, Lincoln 11, along with Mike Swain Sr. and Mike Swain Jr. I'm Mark Amendale, back to the Roundhouse at Des Moines Lincoln in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Roundhouse at Des Moines-Lincoln. 4.15 remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling 24, 
Des Moines Lincoln 11, Mark Amadale joined by Mike and Mike Swain. Both the father-son duo here tonight joining me high atop the uh, roundhouse. Lincoln using their second timeout. They have three remaining in the contest as Rails get underneath. The shot up and no good with the left hand by Ben Badger. Fight for the rebound. And ball squirts out of there. And Riedel comes away with it. And now we've got a whistle and a reach-in foul on the Rails, I believe. Yeah, I think they're going to get Francis on that foul. Good hustle by both players. But Riedel able to come up with it and get it to a teammate. So Dowling will keep the ball. So Cameron Francis does pick up his first foul. Ben Badger has the other foul for Lincoln. So the Rails with two fouls here with 3.50 remaining in the second quarter. Dowling has five team fouls with Michael Keel, Joe Strocko, Ryan Riggs, Omaha Blue with a foul each. And the Maroons get it underneath and a shot up and good by Riggs. In a zone, that just can't yeah. happen. you got to take away the post if you're going to play the zone. The only reason to play that is to, is to keep them from putting the ball in on the block. Riggs with 12 points now. Lincoln with the basketball as they trail by 15. This is their largest deficit of the night. And now a ball loose on the floor. Ballou scrambles and gets it. Hands it off to Strockel. So it's Strockel, Ballou, Drew Daniel, Ryan Riggs, and Matt Stillwell, the five in for Dowling. Here's Daniel with it. Over to Strockel for three. Up and no good. Left it short and rebound Lincoln and Nate Feller. Ruth's got an open look, but Strockel couldn't hit it. Now with the basketball, the rails. Badger with it. Gets it underneath to Cameron Young. Kicks it back out for three by Cameron Francis. Right wing, no good. Rebound Dowling. Rails settling for three. Dowling in transition. Now Omaha Blue for three. It's no good. Rebound Stillwell, and he powers it up. It's up and good. The basket will count, and a foul on Cameron Young of Lincoln. Wow, what a strong move. Uh, we, we talked about how strong Stillwell is and what an athlete, and that time you saw it at full yeah. display there. Yeah. You're right about Mark down on this other end. Lincoln continues to put the ball on the floor, but they kick it out every time, and they're quick to shoot the threes. And if those aren't going to go down, it's going to be a long night for the Rails. Yeah, and, and I know Coach Einerson's kind of left wondering, you know, how do I attack the glass without the shot getting blocked? Or, as you mentioned, hedging in there and is somebody else helping out. Stillwell a chance to uh, complete the and one He's got 10 points tonight, free throw good. 11 points for Stillwell, 12 points for Riggs. And they are two of the five that have scored for Dowling. 29-11, Maroons by 18 here in the first half. Pressure by Dowling. Lincoln gets it across the timeline. Feller gets it across. Gets it inside. Now back to Feller in the left wing, and he draws a foul. And this will be on Stillwell, I believe, says Tom Fetkether. And on Matt, that will be his first foul. Team foul number six on Dowling. The height is really bothering Lincoln. Even when they get the ball in there, they're looking at 6'7", Drew Daniels, 6'8", Ryan Riggs, 6'7", Omaha Ballou. There's just nowhere to go. Now a timeout called by Lincoln. This is their third timeout they've used here in the first half. And it'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. It's Dowling 29, Lincoln 11. Mark Amadale joined tonight by... Coach Swain and, well, the other Swain guy that's with me, Mike Jr. And uh, Coach Swain, the senior, give us your thoughts. Now, I know your family told you don't be like some football guy that we tune in on Saturday mornings, but you've been taking some notes here. Your thoughts on this game? Well, I think if I, I, think if I was Lincoln at this point, we're down by 18, point, uh, down by 18 points. Uh, I think if they would stick with the zone but make sure that they can collapse on the post, they would do a much better job. Force Dowling at this point to shoot threes from the outside. Make them, make them shoot the threes until they start hitting them. 
then you could come out of that. But right now they just haven't done a, a real good job in keeping them out of the paint and keeping the ball from getting all the way to the basket. All right, offensively for Lincoln, scoring beyond the arc. they got to do something besides uh, launch threes. As Lincoln inbounds the ball, Ron Boston with it, and he's going to be called for the travel. As Boston, the uh, 5'8 senior. And Lincoln will do a little full-court press. But how does Lincoln, uh, Coach Swain, attack Dowling's defense by attacking the glass? Well, I think, one of the, I think one of the things they might want to do is, is to try and start setting some ball screens. Uh, we haven't seen much of that. Everything has been put the ball on the floor without any help. Now here's Daniel in the lane, and he's going to be char- called for the charge. Great job by Lincoln as drawing the charge is uh, Ben Badger as a foul will be on Drew Daniel. That will be his first foul. Yeah, I, again, nice aggressive play. If I'm Coach O'Connor, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I like the fact that Drew Daniel is now taking the ball to the hole. Give credit to Ben Badger on that uh, on that charge. Simon Daniel back in, or into the Dowling lineup for the first time. Missed the Ames game. Simon, a 6'2 junior, wears number 23 in for the first time as Omaha Blue, I believe, is on the bench. Lincoln with the basketball. They try to back it in out beyond the arc. Nate Feller now backs in, goes to the basket, is shot up and good, and that's the first time we've seen that tonight. It was a nice move. Feller with the basket. That's his first two points of the night, and it's 29-13 Dowling. Maroons in the front court. Joe Strockel, Drew Daniel. Simon Daniel, Andrew Lynch, and Matt Riedel, the five on the floor for Dowling. Lincoln stays man-to-man. Riedel coming off a ball screen by Lynch. Can't get the shot off. Now gets to the right side. Strocko drives baseline. In the corner to Daniel for a corner three. It's no good. Rebound Lincoln. And Feller, he hits the deck, but ball picked up by Crimmins, and the Rails have it. Well, a minute to go. I know Drew Daniel had an open look, but so far the threes haven't been falling. I'd like to see them go inside instead of launching a three there. Now Lincoln now losing the ball on the floor. They pick it back up. Andrew Klein back in and has it. Leaves it for Feller. He's double teamed. There's that hedge by Dowling. They forced a turnover. It's a nice job by the Dowling defense to help out. Here's Simon Daniel for three in the corner, and it's good. Simon off the bench, and that ankle doesn't seem like it's bothering him, and that is the first to me in Suns three-pointer of the night. That's a backbreaker. You know, you turn the ball over, and then you allow a a three-pointer with 30 seconds to go, and now it looks like Lincoln's going to be content to try and shave this lead of 19 by Dowling. Actually, I'm Yeah, 19-point 19 19 lead for Dowling and final 20 seconds here. Possession arrow favors Lincoln. They're just going to hold it. To me and Sons, 1501 Southeast 1st Street, Des Moines. Takeout available by calling 515-282-7976 or to me and Sons.net. Six seconds remaining. Here's Feller with it. Fakes the three. Leaves it for Badger. Back to Feller. He's going to have to launch an off-balance three. It's no good. Not the shot Lincoln was looking for. We go to halftime with Dowling leading 32-13. to The Maroons hold Lincoln to five points in that second quarter, Mike Swain, Jr. Mark, we've seen this. I mean, you know, they two points. Ames scored, I think, two points in the third quarter against Dowling. North, or excuse me, Mason City scores one point and two points, respectively, in quarters. Dowling's defense at times this year has been suffocating, and that's what we saw here in this second quarter. Just a great job of putting the clamps on the Lincoln offense. Yeah, I really like the I, I like the help concept that uh, Mike has taught his team. Uh, they've done a great job not only with the hedge, but every once in a while they'll get a little bit of a double, 
when the ball heads down towards the basket, everybody is collapsing. They're all staying even with the ball instead of staying on the outside wherever their man is. That's, that's what's given Lincoln a couple outside shots, but it's still a better way to play defense. And Lincoln, uh, we were talking about attacking Dowling's defense and trying to get something besides three-point attempts, and we saw that at the end, and I believe it was uh, uh, Feller that finally took a Dowling defender down into the low block and actually did not have help defense by Dowling and able to score, and they're going to need to see more of that, and as you mentioned, Coach, off of ball screens. Yeah, the other thing I don't see a whole lot of, and maybe that's just because of how we see a lot more high school basketball these days. College basketball has gone to uh, putting the ball on the floor and trying to get to the basket, setting ball screens. We don't see as many off-the-ball screens on on other players. I haven't seen much of that from either team tonight, Uh, and I, I think that might help Lincoln out a little bit if they could get some movement away from the ball, set a screen on a player that's in a corner, let him dive to the hoop, and some of those things might work, but... Putting the ball on the floor continuously is not going to get Lincoln back in the game. Our halftime score is uh, Dowling leading Lincoln 32-13 to here at the Roundhouse of Des Moines Lincoln as the Lincoln dance team performing for both teams tonight. And uh, the audience here at the Roundhouse will take a break, come back with uh, first half scoring. And again, I'm joined by the uh, father-son duo here at Des Moines Lincoln and formerly at Des Moines Christian, Mike and Mike Swain. We want to appreciate them. Appreciate them sitting in tonight. I'm Mark Amadale, Jeff Pickett, our studio producer, and we'll be back with more from the Roundhouse at Lincoln. Again, our halftime score in this boys' contest, Dowling 32, Lincoln 13 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumia & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumia & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumia & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumia's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumia & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, TumiaAndSons.net. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Hey, welcome back to the Lincoln High Gymnasium alongside Mike Swaim Jr. and Mike Swaim Sr. tonight as they join me here at the... Press box overhang high above the roundhouse here at Des Moines Lincoln. Dowling boys lead 32 to 13 over Des Moines Lincoln. And let's take a look at our first half statistics thus far. Not a whole lot of free throws being shot in this contest. That's a good thing. Dowling one for one at the free throw line in the first half. And Lincoln two for two at the line. Lincoln has uh, three players or four players in scoring tonight, led by Cameron Francis with six points. Three points for Cameron Young, and then two points each for Nate Feller and for Ben Badger. For Dowling, the Maroons had six players score in the first half, led by Ryan Riggs with 12 points, Matt Stillwell with 11 points to lead Dowling, three points for Simon Daniel off the bench, 
And two points each for Omaha Blue, Drew Daniel, and for Joe Stracco. Dowling outscoring Lincoln 18-8 in the first quarter, and Maroons outscore Lincoln 14-5 in the second quarter, leading here at halftime 32-13. And, uh, gentlemen, your thoughts on this first half? we got a lot to talk about with the postseason on the horizon, but we've got a regular season game, non-conference, and uh, I'm going to go back to what your dad said earlier, Mike uh, Jr., uh, talking about how this game moves right into the next game, which moves into Monday night, at least for Lincoln. Rail splitters go to go on the road Friday at number one Centennial. They take on Bob Fontana's team, and then back here Monday night, first round of boys sub-state, and they'll host Mason City. Yeah, what a what a tough road here for Lincoln to finish, you know, hosting Dowling, and then on the road at number one Centennial. Uh, and Centennial is going to pose some problems for, for Lincoln as well. You, you know, uh, the, their two bigs go, you know, 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six, uh, and they can shoot from outside too. Uh, and, you know, they're just Centennial playing with so much confidence. So you, you worry from, from Lincoln's coaching staff that, you know, two, two out of the last three games were, you know, could be losses here, uh, and you don't have that momentum going in. But, you know, you can regain that pretty quick after a, a first-round win, feel pretty good about yourself. So, uh, look, I think Lincoln, I, I mentioned at the break to, to my dad here, I think Lincoln, once they get the ball, re, you know, on a rebound, they've got to push the ball. They've got to try and create some opportunities so they're not trying to attack this Dowling half-court defense. And for Dowling... I just think it's been a great quarter. Other than the fact that they haven't, I think they've, what, maybe, well, they got one or two threes, Mark, I think, uh, on that, yeah, one three by Simon Daniel. It's the only thing that Downing's not doing well. They're rebounding the ball well. They're taking care of the ball, going inside to Riggs. Uh, they've done well in transition. Their their defense has caused uh, steals and, and being able to get out and, and for some runouts. So right now it's just a fantastic half for Downing. I think Dowling's defense, too, has been a, a big part of this game so far. Uh, ben Badger, you know, who's averaging 17.7 points a game, has only got two. And I think one of the things I've noticed is, first of all, they started out with Omaha on him, and he played him for a while, and then it looked like they took him off because uh, I don't know why they took him off the first time. Second time he was playing against him and guarding him, he got a foul, and, and Mike immediately put him over on someone else, which I think was probably a good move. But they've definitely told their entire team that Ben Badger is the guy that they've got to make sure they stop. He's a very good ball handler. He's smart. When he puts the ball on the floor, he gets to the basket. He can spin, all those things. But every time he's gotten into the basket, if he's gotten past his man, Dowling has had great help on him. And I think that's really been been one of the keys to why uh, Lincoln right now has only got 13 points. And they're having trouble penetrating the lane when they want to attack the glass. Dowling's help defense has been phenomenal. You mentioned the hedging that goes on off the ball. I'm following the ball, and you're watching off the ball. And they've done Dowling's done a great job hedging and helping. Well, and I don't remember Lincoln getting an offensive rebound tonight. Uh, nah, it just hasn't I happened. Don't either. Yeah, Dowling's done a great job of the boards. And uh, it, what, what's great if you're the Dowling coaching staff is is how well Matt Stillwell has come back from that ankle injury, Mark. He he looks like I mean he's just in I mean postseason form already. He looked tentative. Last Tuesday at North, yep. when he first came back, and Coach O'Connor said, hey, i got to change the starting lineup. Uh, Matt Stillwell's going to start, and Riedel's going to come off the bench. That was the first change. He looked a little tentative in that first half, but he got stronger as the game went. You know how that game went. Yeah. A high-scoring game. He looked very well against Ames. He just 
took it down, and, you know, he could take you off dribble. Matt Stillwell can take teams off the dribble, and that's what Lincoln's guards haven't yet done, at least in this game. That's why they're, they're going to be such a tough matchup in the postseason because they've got guys who can take you off the dribble, and then they've got guys who can follow behind with rebounding with Riggs, Drew Daniel, Omaha, Baloo. So the, the, the one thing I, I just keep coming back to, Mark, if Dowling will not get into what one of these these three-point ruts where they start right. settling for three-point shots, they are going to be a very tough out this year. Yeah, their inside game right now is as good as I've seen in a while for a high school team. Uh, and I think they've got to continue to pound the ball inside. And you never can tell when you pound it inside every once in a while if they'll kick it back out. That's a great time to shoot the three rather than shooting the three off of a perimeter pass. And Drew Daniel has really adjusted to that. Now, I know one of the times he dribbled inside, he got called for the offensive foul. But that's the the young man who was just settling for threes. And he does spot up. There's a time and place to do that. But he's also starting to attack the glass. I think that's a big key for Dowling because, you know, Ballou and Riggs are going to pound it in. And Coach, to have that third guy, well, fourth guy, if you count uh, Stillwell, to be able to attack the glass for Dowling's offense, that, that makes a big difference. Yeah, even their gu- even Dowling's guards are, are attacking the basket, and they're coming in to, to clamp up the boards as well. Let's take a look at some other games going on. We did have an early game tonight. Uh, Johnson was at Valley in a boys game that got tipped off at 6-15. Uh, other games tonight, Ankeny Centennial on the road at Fort Dodge. These are all boys-only games. Waukee at Ames, Southeast Polk at Indianola. Ankeny's at East, Urbandale's at Roosevelt, and Mesa City at North. Hoover, Marshalltown, and Ottumwa have the night off in boys' play. And, of course, the girls' regionals, the play-in games get started tomorrow. Uh, North at Ankeny. Uh, Council Bluffs Jefferson's at Roosevelt. Uh, East is at Indianola. Other girls' regional games tomorrow. Cedar Rapids, Washington, and Ottumwa. And Hoover in Class 4A, Hoover is at Knoxville. So those are all games involving CIML teams. And girls 5A play tomorrow. Hoover has dropped down to 4A in the postseason. So we want to remind you of that. And last night, uh, number one, Marwalk out of Class 3A knocked off Marshalltown 78-54 in a non-CIML game. And what does that say about uh, this guy named Bowen Bourne? And they've been face guarding him, and they've been double teaming him. So his center's been the leading scorer the last couple of games. So uh, Coach Larson's had a lot of stuff thrown at him down there at Norwalk. But right now, they're ranked number one in 3A as of yesterday. Mark, I I don't think I need to tell a lot of people this, but he is must-see entertainment. Uh, He he stole the show down at Wells Fargo Arena last year. He was the most exciting player in all four classes. And even though they, they fell a little short to Oskaloosa in that state championship game, He is absolutely somebody to get out and watch. If you have not been to a high school basketball game, you need to go watch the Norwalk Warriors and watch Bowen Bourne. He is absolutely the real deal. And I've been begging Coach O'Connor at Dowling and uh, Coach Larson at Norwalk. And, of course, he has a guy named Andy Howard as an assistant. Remember him when he used to go over to that place called East High School and he was coaching there? I said, hey, how about a non-division game, Dowling and and, uh, Norwalk? And they draw Marshalltown last night. So, Coach, I tried to get that to happen, and they're just, it's falling on deaf ears. Dowling and Norwalk, it's not happening. Well, it's a great coaching staff out there. It and is. Andy Howard, when we first got the job here at Lincoln, Andy Howard came over the first day of practice, and he came up to congratulate us for getting this job. And he said, if I can do anything at all for you, I will. You're just the kind of guy that he is. Uh, He's super. You know, yeah, he just he appreciates other coaches. He gets along with everybody. He coaches his players well. And that's a great grab for Coach Larson to have him as his assistant. Well, you know what happened is when we were, before we got to be Catholic Radio, we were doing the the Iowa Catholic Radio transmitters in Norwalk. The athletic director there at Norwalk, Al Lammers, 
big Catholic guy down down there at St. John's in uh, Norwalk. He says, hey, would you mind doing our postseason games? I said, well, if they don't conflict with Dowling, and they didn't. So who did I grab for a color guy? Andy Howard, who just retired from East High. He was my color guy, then, you know, left, and then all of a sudden we're Catholic Radio, and now we're doing Dowling. And guess who he picked up? My color guy is now his assistant. So... You know, Chris Larson knows when to pick a good one up, uh, Mike Swain. Sometimes it's hard for these coaches to walk away. I, I keep asking, I keep asking this guy to my left, "Hey, do you ever want to get back?" And uh, it, it, then he says, "Well, I, I'm, on, I'm on a plane tomorrow, so no, I, I don't think I can do it." I'm going to miss a few practices, <laughs> and you'll have about about a half a calendar year all uh, marked up. And we got to take a break. We're at halftime. Dowling leading uh, Lincoln. 32-13, back to the second half in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app or call 515-223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. And we're back here at the Lincoln Roundhouse underway here in the second half and immediately a timeout after a Ryan Riggs basket while we were away at the, the break. Riggs with his 14th point yeah, initiates a uh, timeout here, uh, Mike Swain, and Lincoln down to one timeout as head coach uh, Justin Einerson burned his fourth timeout. Well, I, I, I think coach was upset. It was an immediate turnover, and then Dowling didn't even – I mean, they pushed the ball, but it wasn't even – it was just sort of let's just see what we have, and Riggs just outran the entire Lincoln team and scored easily. And I just didn't think he liked the effort, and so he took another timeout. They're down to one mark yes, they that are. left in this game. So 34-13, this game really has just gotten away from Lincoln, and uh, they, they've got to do something where they start again. The screens have got to get better. They've got to start looking at some ball screens, really trying to attack this Dowling team inside. Maybe draw even just getting to the foul line mark. All right, Lincoln inbounds the ball. Badger brings it across the timeline. Left side, that's Nate Feller. It's Feller, Badger, along with Cameron Young out there for Lincoln. Andrew Klein and Cameron Francis, the five on the floor for Lincoln. They go left to right wearing their home white uniforms with the maroon numbers. Rails struggling to get any offense tonight. Now dribble driving down the lane is Cameron Young, and he shoots and scores. Got a nice one-on-one move there. That was a nice job that time. Lincoln, Dowling was in in a zone. And Young found a seam. And there's a dunk by Ryan Riggs. And led by Drew Daniel with the assist to Riggs and Riggs with his 16th point. So 36-15 Dowling and now underneath Lincoln with the ball and a whistle and a foul as Omaha Baloo commits the foul before the shot by Andrew Klein. By that time, Klein's got to go up with that. If he had just made an attempt to shoot it, they would have said that there was two free throws, but he just came down with it. And uh, even though they got the foul, Lincoln's going to have to inbound the ball. So, so Dowling will 
man the inbounds play. Lincoln will throw it in. Klein gets it in to Feller on the left corner. 36-15, Dowling with its largest lead tonight of 21 points here in the second half. Now we got a whistle and a foul on the Maroons again on this. To that, that, that's on. Nope, they're going to get uh, Ryan Riggs on that. I thought they might get Omaha Ballou. That would have been his third, Mark, but uh, Ryan Riggs is second. So second team foul here in the second half on Dowling. And free throws coming as first free throw good by Nate Feller. That's his third point of the night. Comes in averaging 14 and a half points. One of their leading free throw shooters. He's an 87% free thrower on the year. 36-16. Dowling by 20. Second free throw is good. Already you got to like the aggressiveness that Lincoln. That's the second possession Lincoln's been able to drive. Yeah. The ball. Now here's Keogh dribbling across the timeline. Got caught in a spot you don't want to get caught in. And that's just across the timeline near the sideline. But he got it away. Lincoln stays man-to-man. Dowling is Omaha Baloo inside to the left. To the left block is Riggs. Double team to kick it around. Now Stillwell dribble drives the lane. Tries to hand it off to Riggs. Stolen away by Lincoln. Here's the rails running. Klein leads the fast break. Pull-up jumper. Up good. Basket on Nate, And that's Badger with the basket. That's his fourth point. And it's 36-19. Lincoln scored four in a row. Now Dowling on the offensive end. It's Baloo with it beyond the three-point arc. Out to Keel. Lincoln... Stepping up their defensive intensity here, playing man-to-man. There's Stillwell, double team, looking for a cutter, and he throws it away. Tried to get it to Drew Daniel as an outlet, and Lincoln's defense has picked up its intensity and has forced a couple turnovers by Dowling. Well, that tells you that the timeout probably had a difference on his team. I think that was probably a good timeout. They're really coming out now and getting after a little bit more. Well, don't you think it's starting with Ben Badger really getting yes. out in the passing lanes? He, he's doing a great job pressuring the ball, and that's, that's causing everybody to really get out defensively. 36-19, Dowling, and now Lincoln with the basketball. Cameron Young gets it over in the corner. Shot by Feller, no good from 15. Omaha Baloo, the rebound. Outlet pass to Drew Daniel. Dowling running. Now they get it in the half court. Here's Baloo down the lane, over the corner. Stillwell for three, up, off the mark, no good. And a rebound, Lincoln and Andrew Klein. Maroons now four empty possessions. And now Lincoln in transition. Three-pointer, no good by Cameron Francis and a rebound out to the Maroons. That could have been a big shot, Ooh. Mark. That would have cut that this lead to 14, and you really would have felt like there was some momentum on Lincoln's side. Dowling's only hit one three-pointer tonight, and here's Stillwell. Dribble drives, kicks it out to Ballou for three. Good on the right wing. That is a second-made three tonight for Dowling, and that's a Tamiyan Suns three-pointer for Omaha Ballou. That's his fifth point. Now we got a jump ball as Lincoln goes down court. Cameron uh, Francis is tied up by, I believe, Stillwell or Keel. That's just a, a huge momentum killer for Lincoln. You give up a three, and, and then you come down, you turn the ball over, and now on a, on a jump ball, Dowling's going to get possession, and now they're up 20 when it could have been a 14-point game. Dowling led by 19 in the first half, and now they lead by 21. Four and a half minutes remaining third quarter in this Boys contest from the Roundhouse at Lincoln. Mark Amadale joining you tonight here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Joined by the father-son duo of Mike Swain Sr. and Jr. Is now a steal by Lincoln. Badger with the steal and now stolen back by Drew Daniel. So both teams trade turnovers here in the third quarter. Two team fouls on Dowling, none on Lincoln. Now Riggs down the lane. His shot's no good. Drew the foul. That is certain mismatch. Anytime Ryan goes down, a foul will be on Feller, his first. 
Lincoln's just all over Dowling now, and they're man-to-man. They're, they're up in, inside of them so that when they put the ball on the floor, they're feeling the pressure. I think that uh, it's probably a good move on the part of, of, the, of the rails now. Yeah, but they, that time Ryan Riggs wisely put the ball on the floor when he felt that pressure, and Lincoln's got to get some backside help there, step in and take a charge rather than put him on the line. I, I agree with you. They've got to they've try and create some turnovers here with four minutes to go in the third, and you're down 21. Yep. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by r Realty Group, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and Mercy One. Second free throw good as both free throws good by Riggs. He now has 18 points tonight to lead Dowling. And runs up 41-19 here in the third quarter. Rails break the full court press. And now what a save by Stillwell. Kept from going out of bounds after the entry pass to Crimmins. And Dowling with the ball after the turnover by Lincoln. Uh, how about the hustle play by Matt Stillwell? I mean, going out of bounds and throws it to his teammate. Just a great play. I think he knocked some of the senior pictures off, off the table <laughs> over there in the baseline. Lincoln mascot taken to that. Now backdoor cut by Stillwell. His shot up and hangs in the rim no good. Gets his own rebound and it's fouled by Badger on the putback. Well, Dowling taking advantage of Lincoln's overplay and a nice back cut that time by Stillwell and an even better find by Michael Keogh. Three and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. Stillwell to the free throw line for the Maroons. Dowling was one for one at the line in the uh, first half. This will be their third attempt here in the third quarter. Free throw good by Stillwell. Matt with 12 points tonight. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, dental associates, and Kemen. Minor Dowling's next game will be this Thursday night. Dowling hosting Southeast Polk. It'll be a 6-15 tip-off. Mike Swayman and I will be on the air at 6 o'clock for pregame show from the Dowling Gym this Thursday. For Lincoln, their next game is at number one Ankeny Centennial in the boys-only contest Friday night, and they'll tip off at 70-45 at Centennial High School in Ankeny. Now, Lincoln down court after they inbound the ball, and it's tipped away by Keogh. And we're going to see Straco and Riedel check in for Keel and Ballou in the Dowling rotation. Lynch also in there now for Dowling as Riggs will stay in and Stillwell will stay in for the Maroons. Lincoln with the ball. Now here's Young. Dumps it inside to Feller. Now back out as Lincoln goes a four-out, one in. A long three coming. No good by Crimmins. Rebound Dowling and Riedel. There's just been no offensive rebounds for Lincoln tonight. The height just isn't there, and Dowling's gonna, done a good job of blocking out. Well, at times Lincoln likes to take it inside, but then, then now they're starting to settle for outside shots or just jumpers, and Maroons uh, have come away. Now entry pass by Strockle to Riggs, stolen away by Lincoln. Good hustle that time by the Rails with Badger on the steal. He'll launch the three. It's up and off the mark, no good. Offensive rebound by Cameron Young. is put back up and good. That's the first That's offensive game. rebound tonight for Lincoln. It started on the defensive end. Young with his seventh point. 42-21, Dowling by 21 over Lincoln with two and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Stillwell travels with the basketball. He tried to go around Cameron Young but couldn't blow by him, and then he ended up traveling with the basketball on that stutter uh, dribble. Yeah, just enough of the body there to knock Stillwell off, and he's still looking around at the ref saying, what did I do? Go over there and ask Jay Flora. He's the one that called it. <laughs> He'll tell you. An outstanding high school official does uh, college baseball and high school baseball and does basketball here. Making his way down from Marshalltown. And now Lincoln dribbles baseline by Cameron Young and draws the foul beyond, uh, beyond Dowling. That might be on Lynch. Foul on 
So Andrew picks up his first foul. Check that, his second foul. And the Rails will inbound the ball. Ryan Rand in there right now for Lincoln for the first time. Ryan, a six-foot junior. Comes in averaging four points. He's in right now for the Rails. Dowling stays man-to-man. Two minutes remaining. Dowling by 21 over the Rails. Here's Fellow. He'll launch the three right wing. It's no good. Rebound Riggs and Dowling. Settling for another three. Well, that, Feller normally marked 38% on the year, just has not been able to find it tonight. I think Lincoln is below 20% with uh, three-point shooting. And underneath, Strocko shot partially blocked. Rebound out to Dowling, and Stillwell will reset. Matt on the dribble, right side. Between the circles, guarded by Rand. Out to Riggs. Top of the key, over to Strocko. Lincoln stays man-to-man. Dowling in no hurry. Possession arrow favors the rail splitters here in the third quarter and the next dead ball. Underneath Strockel. He gets loose underneath the shot up. No good. Might have been partially blocked that time by Cameron Young of Lincoln. Rebound out, rebound Lincoln. Well, sometimes you got to realize who your teammate is that's cutting to that basket. That time, not the time to give to Strockel against Young. Yeah, sometimes that's an offensive responsibility. Strockel did his job. It's probably not the guy you want to get to. That was a height disadvantage. And underneath, Lincoln with the shot by Cameron Young. Did a little dipsy-do in the lane. It's no good, but Rails get the rebound. I thought they could either call a foul or a travel. Neither was called, but Lincoln will take the hang on to the ball. I think Young lost the basketball. That's why it wasn't a travel. Now a shot no good by Badger and rebounded by Dowling and Riggs. So 40 seconds remaining. I think Dowling will try to hold for the last shot, leading 42-21 over Lincoln. Strockel beyond the three beyond the timeline, excuse me, gets it across to Riggs between the circles. Right side to Lynch. Lincoln stays man to man. Now they reverse the right side. Here's Strockel with it on the dribble. Guarded by Rand. Now to Riggs with 20 seconds remaining. Dowling in no hurry here trying to get the last shot of the third quarter. Dowling 42, Lincoln 21 as we approach the 10-second mark. And here's Stillwell. See if it becomes off a ball string. Riggs with the ball string. Stillwell left side. Spins in the lane. Gets it off to Lynch for three. It's up and no good. Tip no good by Riedel. Rebounded by Stillwell, but too late. And we've come to the end of the third quarter with that flurry with the score. Dowling 42 and Des Moines Lincoln 21 along with Mike Swain Sr. and Mike Swain Jr. I'm Mark Amadale from the Roundhouse at Lincoln back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. I thought I saw El Grazi. And we're back here at the Lincoln Roundhouse. 
Underway here in the fourth quarter, Dowling with a 42-21 lead. Mark Amadil joined by Mike Swain Sr. and Mike Swain Jr., the Swain family tonight, sitting in here high atop the roundhouse here in the overhang press box as Lincoln with the basketball to start the fourth quarter. Francis now dribble handoff, and he gets it out to Nate Feller for three, and it's good. That was about, that was about four feet outside the three-point line. Feller with his first three tonight. Now got traveling in the backcourt. Lincoln with full court pressure and forces Dowling into a turnover here, gentlemen. Yeah, rare turnover for Dowling, but Lincoln with a three. See if they can capitalize here and get this thing to a 16-point game. Well, they set, a, they set a staggered screen for him to get that shot. So Lincoln with the basketball off to the Dowling turnover. Ben Badger with it on the right elbow. Now he hands it off to Feller, tries it back in against Ballou, has to kick it off the corner to Klein on the right side. Now to Feller, top of the key, it goes to Badger. He works the left side, dribble handoff to Cameron Francis. Dowling with a height advantage at every position. Now Steele, that hedge that you were talking about, Coach Steele by Stillwell. Down court, uh, Matt, his shot no good. Ballou with the offensive rebound, but he loses it out of bounds as he was battling Cameron Francis, and they say it went off Omaha to be Lincoln basketball. I thought that uh, actually was <laughs> Omaha's ball, but uh, no, nevertheless, it's going to go with Lincoln. So the rails in the front court. They have basically four out and nobody in. A long three. They settle for a long three by Feller. It's no good. Offensive rebound, or rebound rather, by Dowling and Michael Keel. Dowling back to their starting five with Michael Keel, Matt Stillwell. Ryan Riggs, Drew Daniel, and Omaha Ballou, the five on the floor for Dowling to start the fourth quarter. Here's Riggs, right block, double team, spins, kicks it over to Ballou for three in the corner. It's up and short. Ball slapped around and picked up by Lincoln and Ben Badger. Lincoln again with another opportunity to get this thing to 16, a little bit more manageable, and that's a nice job by Badger there, leaning in on Stillwell. And he scores. Badger will have an opportunity for an and one here. Ben got it loose in the lane. That's his sixth point of the night. Only his second field goal. And he'll go to the free throw line for Lincoln with 6.20 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 42, Lincoln 26. Lincoln's being much more aggressive on the defensive end. I think Dowling's got to start thinking about not settling for threes here and just take that ball to the basket. Free throw is good by Badger. Lincoln 5 for 5 at the free throw line. Dowling 4 of 5 at the free throw line. Pressure by Lincoln. Dowling across the timeline. Here's Blue. And he'll hand it off to Michael Keel, who's guarded by Cameron Francis. Now to Riggs. Riggs in the lane. His shot no good. And Blue wanted to tip it in, and he couldn't because the ball was above the cylinder. And a whistle and a loose ball foul on Drew Daniel after the rebound by Nate Feller of Lincoln. Well, uh, Lincoln dodged a bullet. And, you know, so... Six minutes to go here. They're down 15. They can get this thing to 13. That's the closest they've been since probably early in the second quarter, Mark. It was the second quarter. They were down 12 at about the uh, four-minute mark or the uh, six-minute mark of the second quarter. Now the rails will inbound the ball. As Feller will throw it into Cameron Francis. In there for Lincoln, Cameron Young, Ben Badger. And Andrew Klein, the five on the floor. Here's Feller for three. It's off the mark. No good from three-point range. Right wing. Rebound Dowling. Uh, Lincoln can take some chances here, Mark. They've only got two team fouls. You're going to need to eventually put Dowling on the line anyway. So, And, and how about that? Keel uh, finds uh, Ryan Riggs after he was uh, caught, and Riggs shoots and scores. And if you're Dowling, that's what you want to see. Every possession down the floor. 
Riggs with 20 points to lead the Maroons. 5-20 remaining in the fourth quarter. Now inside, and Young's shot is, is blocked by Riggs. Down court, here's Ballou. He'll flush it through. He's one for two tonight in dunks. <laughs> He's been waiting for that one. He has been waiting for that. Good job running the floor. And seven points for Omaha Ballou. And now Lincoln responds. And that's a basket by Ben Badger. He's got seven points, seven of his nine points here in the fourth or the second half, and it's 46-29 Dowling. Under five minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. And here's Riggs has the ball yep. stolen away. Nice job by Feller. Poked it away, and Feller goes in for the layup. Oh. And it's blocked oh. by Ballou. How about that block? How about that? That reminds me of Duke, North Carolina. I'm the other oh way. Daniel slams it home. Oh, did I say Duke, North Carolina? Yeah, we don't need to, to bring that up now. <laughs> Drew Daniel with the flush and his fourth point. And now Lincoln the other way with the missed shot. No good. Drew with the rebound. Mark, Omaha Blue just erased that shot. Just <laughs> and it threw it right off the glass. It, I looked down at uh, Coach Einerson to Lincoln, and uh, Justin looked. And, yeah, that was a block. That was <laughs> it wasn't goaltending. No, it was... It didn't hit the it didn't hit the backboard first. It was slapped into the backboard, and now the Maroons lose it out of bounds. As Riggs was tied up in the lane, and they say it went off Orion, so it'll be turnover over to Lincoln. Wow, good help that time by Francis. <laughs> yeah, he came from all the way in the corner to pick up Riggs. Can we use that as a highlight reel? Oh, that, that's <laughs> highlight. That, that that was a fantastic block. And then we're, we're not even talking about Drew Daniels dunk on the other end. How about that? Drew comes down and Lincoln <laughs> didn't pick him up and he flushes it through. <laughs> one turn, one deed deserves another good deed. 48-29 Dowling. We're going to lead back to 19 with 3.50 remaining. Substitution for Lincoln. Alex Crimmins in there right now for the rails. Number 32. Long three up. No good. By Badger. And a rebound to the rails. As Feller comes away with it. Now Feller gets in the corner. His three-pointer no good. Rebound Lincoln and Crimmins. Dowling not blocking out. Dribble drive in the lane. Francis, his shot blocked by Ballou and out of bounds to Lincoln. Wait, how, how about that luxury to have Omaha Ballou when they get by that first line of defense and just to have him there to be able to swat balls away. That was good body control on his part too. He didn't go for the fake, and then when he did let go of the ball, he was right there. Lincoln inbounds the ball. It's stolen away by Michael Keel. The inbounds pass intended for Ron Boston. Keel with the first layup. It's up and good. The basket will count. And a foul on Boston of, of Des Moines Lincoln. Well, just when you thought this game might start to swing the other way, Lincoln with a chance to get it to 13. Dowling now up 21 with 327 and a chance to extend it to 22. So they sort of weathered that storm with authority, including a Drew Daniel dunk. Well, with the Maroons and uh, Matt Stilwell leading the team in steals, but Michael Keel is right behind him, and why wouldn't he be? The MVP of the state uh, championship football game on defense, a hybrid linebacker slash cornerback, and we just saw what he can do, and he hits the free throw for the and one. And he'll have a seat on the bench, so Keel leaves with three points, and it's 51-29 Dowling. 3.15 remaining, fourth quarter. Rand in the lineup. Ryan Rand in the lane. His shot blocked by Drew Daniel. So Dowling with the rebound. And nothing inside for Lincoln tonight. That height differential has been tremendous. Blue with it in the front court for the for Dowling. Guarded by Feller. Not be too much dribbling. Finally gets it over to Stillwell. Back to Blue. Dowling's just going to run some clock here. Lincoln stays man-to-man. Here's Straco with it. Thinks about shooting a three. Now dribbles in the lane. Leaves it for Riggs. He'll launch the three right side, and it's good. 
Ryan Riggs with a corner three from the right side. And on for Ryan, that's his fourth three of the season, a two-million Suns three-pointer. Mark, he doesn't have many, but he, when he does shoot it, he's 50% on the year, so he's got pretty good odds. Whistle and a foul the other way on Dowling. He'll be on Stillwell, and that'll be his second. Coach, what do you think? The big guy brings it outside on a night like this and launches a three. Well, it's a nice luxury to have. You've had a few guys that were, did that here on this court and over at Grandview, uh, or Grandview, uh, Des Moines Christian. I've seen that happen. Well, we had a lot of good three-point shooters, uh, but our big players really weren't, they weren't three-point shooters. In fact, most of the time they were told not to shoot. <laughs> So who was your three-point shooting coach in high school? We're still trying to figure out the Dowling Dunk coach. We've been, we think it's Coach Nahas, one of the assistants. But who was your three-point shooting artist we, Well, on, uh, on the team? Who taught him how? It wasn't the guy next to you. I know better than that. Well, we had, we had Adam Daly. Who, oh, head coach at Roosevelt. He was the second-leading three-point percentage shooting. Uh, he had pretty good efficiency. Player in all of Division Two. Yes, he did in college. And... And we never taught him a thing about shooting. It was all about what he could do on his own. Well, he confided to me when Dowling played Roosevelt earlier that, uh, hey, I learned more from my uh, college three-point shooting coach than uh, Mike Swaim Jr. that could teach him. <laughs> that was supposed to be off the record, but I, I guess it's on the record now. Is there any truth to that, Swaim? No, it's all true. I, he, I, I actually coached him in junior high. He came back as, as an eighth grader. I'm like, where would you find that stroke? And he, he was just stepping back and hitting it, Mark. I was like, boy, whatever. I, 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 you need to teach me. So, so the key is, has he taught any of his Roosevelt players how to shoot? Well, we're going to find out here. We played them earlier, and they're, uh, they're going to sub-states, too, here next week. Fouls on Dowling's on Andrew Lynch's third. Free throw's coming for Lincoln. While we were visiting up here, and the free throw is good by Feller, his first. He's now three for three at the line. He has eight points. 54-30, Dowling. Second free throw, good by Feller. 2-10 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling has this well in hand, 54-31 over Lincoln. Full court pressure by the rails. Strockel goes down court, tries to feed Lynch, and it's stolen away by Lincoln and Alex Crimmins, and now whistling a backcourt foul, I believe, on Strocco. And Lynch, or rather Crimmins, will go to the line. Uh, Dowling's eighth team foul, so still a one-and-one. And, one. and we're going to see wholesale substitutions for both teams. As you mentioned, this will be a one-and-one one coming up for Lincoln. Shooting the free throw will be Elijah Mooring, who just checked in for the rails. As both head coaches, Justin Einertsen in his fourth year here at Lincoln, emptying his bench, and Dowling's uh, Michael Connor in his 14th year, just got his 200th victory here last week, emptying his bench. With 2.03 remaining, 54 31 Maroons. Dowling by 23. This has been their largest lead of the night. And the first free throw is up and in and out. No good by Mooring. Rebound Dowling. Dylan Schmidt in there for Dowling. Number 15. Gets it to Mikey Chase, who's in there for the Maroons. Also in there is Will Yerge. And now in the lane, pull-up jumper is no good by Schmidt. Rebound Lincoln. Rails in transition. Here's Ron Boston. And his shot might have been partially blocked that time by Jack Redicke. Out of bounds. And no, they're going to say downing ball. Oh, it so slipped out of his hands. Yeah, I think it just slipped out of Boston's hand. Yep. Some runes inbounded. This is Mikey Chase in the backcourt, guarded by Ron Boston. Redicke in the front court. Gets it over to Will Yerge. He's playing catch in the perimeter with Mikey Chase. He dribbles the baseline. His shot up. No good. They're going to wave it off. Charging foul. On Chase, 
A nice job by Lincoln and Dominic Chapale drawing the charge. Yeah, good help defense that time. Got set. So Chase picks up the foul, and that's a non that's a player control foul. It'll be no shooting. 19 foul on Dowling, three on Lincoln with a minute 20 remaining. Mooring in the front court, Elijah now. Guarded by Dylan Smith. Gets it over to Cameron Amos, who checked in for Lincoln, number 34. Amos gives it to Boston. Down the lane he goes and loses out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball in the final 65 seconds of this contest here at the Lincoln Gym. 54-31 Dowling. Maroons are going to win their sixth in a row. Lincoln's going to lose three of their last four games. Is in the lane. A shot no good. Rebound shot put back up and in by Jack Redeke. Good job by Gretke there. Gets a good offensive board and a little putback. Imagine Gretke and uh, Yerge and Bialjak's not in there right now. Going up against uh, the likes of Omaha Baloo and Drew Daniel and all that guy named Riggs. Well, there's a lot of height on Dowling. Even, even Dowling's bench has height. I mean, these guys, they're just, they're just six five guys everywhere. You heard our PA announcer, Todd Guestford, down at the uh, PA. Mentioned uh, Boston shoots and scores for Lincoln, and now Dowling guilty of the travel on the other end. Gretke traveling with the basketball. Well, it's nice to see the guys coming off the bench here at the end of the game, and they're all playing just as hard as the guys that were in before them, and they're also running their offense. That's a big thing. Here's Boston down the lane, left end of layup, good. Ron Boston with back-to-back uh, two-pointers, now traveling the backcourt on Dowling by Dylan Smith. And Ron Boston had a lot to do with that. Well, yeah, Elijah Morning there, too. Good defense by by him. Forces the turnover. So Lincoln with an opportunity with 10 seconds here to get maybe the last basket of the game. Rails will inbound the ball. They get it to Mooring. Back to Boston, and, and they're going to wave off the shot. A foul on Dowling. This will be the 10th team foul on Dowling, so two shots on the double bonus. The foul will be on Bialzak. Uh, how about the defensive effort again, Mark? So even if Lincoln scores two here, they're going to be held under 40 by this Dowling team. And this is a team that held Ames to 24, Mason City in the 40s. I mean, they're, they're, the defense just has been outstanding. Certainly has. Both free throws no good by Lincoln. Rebound Dowling and Gretke. Puts it over to Chase. Final seconds, and that'll do it. 56-35 the final as the Dowling boys improve their record now to 14-6. They've now won six in a row with the win over Des Moines-Lincoln, 56-35. Lincoln falls to 12-8. And, and the Rails head to number one Ankeny Centennial on Friday for Dowling. They have a Thursday game coming up. We'll have it on Iowa Catholic Radio as they host Southeast Polk at the Dowling Gym. They'll tip off at 6.15. We'll go on the air at 6 o'clock. Well, gentlemen, what a night we saw. A lot of things we talked about, and we'll come back and see if we got any answers for some of the questions that we had before the game. We'll take a break and come back with our post-game show. Again, the final, Dowling defeats Lincoln 56-35 here at the Roundhouse Des Moines Lincoln for Mike Swain Sr. and Mike Swain Jr. I'm Mark Amadale. Our thanks to Jeff Piggott. 
our studio producer. And we'll be back with the postgame show in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction professionals. Design. Build. Renovate cpcustomhomes.com from our family to yours god bless thank you dental associates for underwriting dowling catholic sports 365 with over 40 years experience dental associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients providing preventative restorative and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family message underwritten by dr kenton gleichman dr steve Carbaca, dr christine mulcahy and dr ben nagel dental associates addressing your smile needs and dreams online at des moines dentalassociatescom And we're back here at the Des Moines Lincoln Roundhouse. Mark Amadillo joined tonight by uh, Mike Swaim Sr. and Mike Swaim Jr. Glad you could make it up the uh, well, the Skywalk. I don't think you guys have had it come up here too often. There might have been some loose basketballs that maybe you were missing when you uh, took your basketball count before practice at time. I don't know if you ended up here for whatever reason, but uh, you guys haven't been up here in a while, I bet. This is the, well, it's the Tanian Sun Skybox. How about that, Mark? You saw that, right? The uh, I mean, not only are they sponsoring the three and Sun Skybox. I thought Mario was sneaking up on me from behind here when you said that. It's like, oh my goodness. But uh, there wasn't a whole lot of three-pointers tonight. That Not was a lot. And Sons. Lincoln had a few, but I want to thank to me and Sons. 1501 Southeast 1st Street, Des Moines. Mario, Joe, Joe Jr., and Louie. And uh, catering available. You can call them or go online to meandsons.net. Mike Sr., uh, you, you've been there a time or two. You know the, the family. They do a great job. And uh, I like it when Mario likes to interject. He likes to talk football sometimes, too, and I know that's that's kind of outside your comfort not, zone. Not interested in that. We're interested in eating. Oh, eating. Oh, that. Well, they, they specialize in that, yeah, They too. do. Well, that, that's well. They do that well. Well, tonight, Dowling with the win. The Maroons led at halftime 32-13 to and uh, went on to uh, defeat Lincoln 56-35 and uh, move on to the next game, and that will be Thursday night for Dowling. And, uh, Coach Swain, let's break this down. Some of the things we talked about beforehand. Uh, answers here in the postgame show. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, I think Dowling is well poised to move on. Uh, they showed tonight that it didn't make any difference who they were playing. Uh, they came out ready to play. They came out and played hard-nosed defense the entire game. Uh, I thought they had a great team concept as well. They were looking for the open guy. Um, Mike and I were just talking a minute ago. I'm not sure what happens when they have to come up against a, a you know a big post player because they didn't have to do that tonight. Correct. So you know it makes a big difference when they can just keep firing the ball into Riggs and 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 he was outstanding tonight. So what happens when all of a sudden we have to go up against a bigger guy, especially defensively? Do we have the help that can help Riggs out on the post and still get back to our man? But I think Dowling is well poised to uh, hit the state tournament. Uh, and, and and maybe make some noise. Well, they're going to have a pretty difficult uh, sub-state. Uh, they're the number two seed in the, the Dowling sub-state you're talking about is uh, Council Bluffs Lincoln with one loss, not to an Iowa team. That was to a Nebraska team, and they got a pretty nice record, lost, losing one game this year. I think they're 19-1 or 18-1 headed into tonight with their uh, uh, second-to-last regular season game. They're ranked eighth, and that will be in the bottom bracket for Dowling, but the, the Maroons got to come away. They're going to face in their first round either, the, either Lewis Central or Council Bless Jefferson. I'm guessing Mike Swain, it'll be 
Lewis Central with the better record as uh, Lewis Central will face Dowling. Uh, it'll be a week from this Friday night. Yeah, it's interesting that Dowling went west this year with Council Bluffs, and normally – uh, you know, Coach O'Connor, since he's been here, I, I don't remember a situation where they've had to do that. Your, your opening opponent typically is somebody that you've mm-hmm. played before. There's some familiarity there, and this is going to be different. They, Dallian has not played any of these Council Bluffs teams this year, so uh, that'll be somewhat of a challenge, but uh, look, this team it can play with anybody. They've proven that. They're the only team that has beat number one Centennial this year. And uh, granted, Centennial got the revenge game uh, up at Ankeny when we did that one, Mark. But, you know, you got to look back at that and say, you know, Ryan Riggs was, what, maybe 50%? I mean, he could Battle barely get flute, up and down yeah. the floor that game. And, 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 by the way, Dowling led going into that fourth quarter. So uh, they've got a, a great opportunity. And as long as they stay healthy and, and will execute the game plan, and I think we've all touched on it tonight, it, the ball's got to go inside. And then, you know, inside out – Take the threes when you can, but don't rely on the threes. And if they can continue to do that and play defense like they have been playing in this stretch so far, uh, Dallin's got a great opportunity in front of them. Got a comment here on the uh, on some of your friends that are were sitting below us. It's like watching Des Moines Christian play the Pella Dutch. Too small. Is that did they mean something by that? Remember those days? You guys played Pella at Des Moines Christian. Is that true? Well, no. We actually we scrimmaged Pella with. Uh, uh, Mr. Corver. Yeah, well, yeah, with oh, Corver. Nice, nice job out of you guys. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, that was uh, that. That was he, he put on a show. That's that's for sure. But uh, now we we had some height at Des Moines Christian. Uh, Sean Sondelater at six nine, and mm-hmm. Adam Daly at six five, and uh, yeah, we, yeah, we we had two players uh, two players on the bench that were six eight that didn't get in that much. Yeah. So, so my gosh, too much talent, too much height, too much height. <laughs> you know, Coach Anderson wants to use a couple of those post players. Maybe he didn't use that. He'd like to use them here. Yeah, you can never have too much talent. And it's funny that those two guys who are commenting about height. I noticed that. I, I mean, that. neither one of those guys should be That's talking true. about height. That's true, and they, and they don't. They're they're weight room specialists now. I think in the off season. Do you know that weight room specialists? Well, putting the weights away, right? They they, they put them away. I'll hear about that tomorrow. <laughs> I'll give them your number. Oh, they already have it. Never mind. Again, the final tonight, Dowling 56 and Lincoln 35. Mark Amadale joined by the Swain family, Mike Sr. and Mike Jr., former coaches here at Des Moines Lincoln. I'm looking forward to that uh, ceremony, whether it's going to be a scoreboard named after you, one of the backboards, uh, you know, maybe a portion of the stairwell, and as you said, maybe the concession stand. I'm w- looking forward to that day when they uh, – and indoctrine your uh, your name here sometime. I mean, you did go to state tournament a few times. I remember there being there covering you. Yeah, no, we. Uh, th- this place brings back a lot of great memories. I, I, I was I was in third grade when I came to my first basketball camp right here in the roundhouse, put on by John Carl. Of course. So a uh, lot of great memories. Of course. It was fun <laughs> to be back here and and see this team. And again, congratulations to Lincoln for winning the the conference again Absolutely. this year. That, that's just, just a huge accomplishment, and certainly we wish. Lincoln, uh, going forward, good luck in the tournament as they, they move on. You know, move Coach Anderson's done a great job kind of rebuilding the program. And, you know, it, it's kind of fallen in hard times. And when he took over, and I know I had a conversation with him. I says, hey, do you know what you're getting into? And all the things that led to him deciding, hey, I want to interview. He went 1-21 back in 2016 and 17, 5-18 the second year, 11-12 last year. And uh, this year, he's got his first winning season, and uh, they're right now they're 12-8 and eight after the loss tonight. And it takes time to build that foundation, and in this case, rebuild it. And why wouldn't you in this, uh, you know, this place? Because this is the mecca of high school basketball, at least in the city of Des Moines. 
the, the roundhouse, uh, Coach Swain. Great facility and a great tradition here at Lincoln High School. And, you know, the people on the south side of Des Moines really come out to support Lincoln. And, uh, you know, it doesn't make any difference whether they're winning or losing. Uh, people just love Lincoln High School that have grown up on the south side of Des Moines, just like people that, you know, went to Dowling 50 years ago love Dowling High School. And that's just the way it is. So, And, and some love both. Yes, they do. I, I actually coached at both. You didn't yeah. know that, probably. Yeah. I did, too. Oh, did you? <laughs> not, not at the varsity level, but uh, here at Lincoln, I was a freshman coach. We had 70 kids out. We had to hire a C coach to, uh, to coach the freshmen. And, uh, you know, those numbers you don't see like that anymore. And I had a few years with uh, Coach Nahas and Laboni as a sophomore coach at Dowling. So I've had both, Lincoln and Dowling, and just grew up over here about 10 blocks. You guys were around here at one time, weren't you? Right off of Florida. Right, off of, right, right by Brody. Then what happened? What happened, Swamer? Well, I went to college. That's the thing I know. My parents moved to West Des Moines. I, I had no choice in it. I, just, I don't even know what happened. They were trying to tell you and your brothers, hey, we, you know, we're, we're moving. Try to find us because they, they wait for you guys all and your sister to get out of the house. I didn't know if we could find our way back to Lincoln when they hired us after we moved to West Des Moines. Well, I know, Coach, uh, the, the, the search committee, they, they prodded you and they prodded you. And you mentioned the great story about Andy Howard, the, the uh, former Des Moines East coach, now helping at Norwalk and how he came over to welcome you. You know, they were, they were after you. And why wouldn't they be? We knew it. It's like, what's going on? And uh, I know you were waiting on uh, what they're trying to tell us. They want everybody to leave. Lights are going off here. That's Coach Chia saying, I, I want to get home. I, I, let, let's move this show along. Or that's Roberta Nigro saying the same <laughs> that thing. That could be that's too. Probably Roberta. <laughs> that's right. But, uh, all right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break, come back. We'll have we'll recap scoring before they really turn all the lights out here at Lincoln. Our final score tonight, the Dowling Boys, a winner 56-35 over Lincoln. Maroons improved to 14-6 and on the year. Lincoln falls to 12-8. and Back with more postgame and our final break here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. Hey, welcome back to the Roundhouse here at Des Moines Lincoln for the final time uh, as the Dowling Boys a winner tonight on the road. What a three-game road trip it was for the Maroons. Started last week, Mike, with uh, the win at uh, Des Moines North. Came down to a last-second basket, 84-83, the Dowling Boys winning, and then going to Ames on Friday, 48-24 win by Dowling up in Ames. And tonight a win here over Des Moines Lincoln, 56-35. And, well, I'd, I'd say it's all been defense, but it was defense at the right times as the Maroons uh, did give up uh, 83 points to a uh, Des Moines North team who can shoot lights out, especially when they're at home, as we all know. Yeah, that was a that was an odd game, and not to mention the 61 fouls and 37 free throws shot by bring each that up. team. And so I just want to compliment our referees tonight. They did a great job. Uh, veteran crew. And, Jay Flora, uh, Tom Fettkeller, yeah. and uh, Tom Norland. Yeah, this is how this is how a basketball game should be. But oh. uh, I, I I will tell you this: Dowling has done really well. 
uh, on the road, Mark, this year. And they, they have been as comfortable as can be. Most of their losses have come at home, actually. That's right. Uh, and so uh, Dowling's been sort of road warriors, and uh, they're going to host Southeast Polk. I think it's important for them to come back out and, again, keep, keep, playing, get, keep on this role because they're going to have a week off. And then they're going to play an opponent they, they haven't seen. So uh, get on a roll here, close this thing out against Southeast Polk, and then get ready for tournament time. Indeed. Southeast Polk tonight on the road at number 10, uh, Indianola. And we haven't got an update there, but it'll be Dowling and Southeast Polk. And, again, it's Thursday. If you look at the Dowling schedule, it says it's Friday. That, that should be changed tomorrow to be Thursday. We'll be on the air at 6, 50, or 6 o'clock this Thursday night, Dowling hosting Southeast Polk boys only. And that's because the Dowling, or the Southeast Polk wrestling team and Dowlings are both the state wrestling tournament. But, but Polk's got a lot at stake. I think the 12 or 13 of their 14 wrestlers. Uh, qualified for state, so they've got a lot going, and they all want to be down there supporting them on Friday. Thus, we're moved up a day. Uh, Lincoln boys team, they'll be at number one Centennial this Friday night, and that they'll tip off at 7.45. That'll be their last regular season game. And next week, gentlemen, it's the postseason, and uh, that's when practices get interesting, scouting. Remember all those days, Coach Swain, putting all that together? It's like, yeah, we got we got to get through this last regular season game, but Monday night we have our big tournament game, and all that kind of comes into play. There really was no pressure on the head coach. The assistant coach is the one that puts the scouting reports together. So you had the, not not him, but the, the other assistant. Oh no, 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 no! This guy right here—he's oh the one that put it all together. Oh, what a train wreck! That can't—you can't. You can't you can, now you're telling everybody that. Now it all comes out. So he really wasn't doing any coaching. He was just in front of a you know <laughs> no. film projector breaking down scouting. No, then he took over every game after uh, after we got ready to play it. So it was his scouting report. End of the game, I just sat there and watched him. <laughs> So you're telling me the reason you got to stay at Des Moines Christian and at Des Moines Lincoln was to the guy next to you? I'm telling you that. I don't know what he's got. That's the truth. Is that a Central College football thing he's got? What is that T-shirt? This Oklahoma is a, football. I, I expect he'll buy me lunch tomorrow, Mark, I figured too. if I, I I couldn't go wrong if I wore maroon here tonight. So no, you couldn't. You know, I, 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 you know, I graduated from Dowling and coached at Lincoln, so I, I got best of both worlds. And we're in the Tamiya and Sons press box, apparently, as I see the sign behind you. I didn't even right. realize it was there. Yeah. Mark will never say anything to us about that. Yeah. You know, that's that's good. That's a good place to eat. take out. No question. Well, Mark, I want to thank you for inviting me out tonight. I, I usually listen occasionally to you guys, and uh, to be able to see a game and watch you guys work back and forth has been a real treat for me. How's so that thank be, you. How's that been to sit at home and listen while you're, you know, watching TV and, you know, doing the sound down or whatever you're, you and your lovely bride are doing? Uh, listen to us really on a Friday or Tuesday night. That's got to be painful Well, I, I usually critique your partner just a little bit. and uh, <laughs> Let him know during but, Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I, no, I only text it. I text him during the game. I'm just trying to give him some, some positive encouragement. I know the rest of the people that text him don't. So <laughs> That's for sure. I've seen a few of those. I, I do get positive texts unless I mention Duke, North Carolina. Then it gets a little ugly. But uh, just, I'm not going to even talk about North Carolina. This. All year, yeah, please don't. But I did get into it with O'Hare at Ames last week. You know, he's a big North Carolina I know guy. he is. I know. And, uh, well, this guy here, I mean, he's with, he was with the general way back when. He's, I, he's got he's got to have some Duke alliances somewhere in oh, there, he's, right? He's got a lot of it. That's right. It's got to be there. I got the right swaim now. <laughs> uh, well, guys, thank you both for being here. I'm going to run you. down the scoring, but uh, appreciate it. You know your way out of here, right? Been, <laughs> I think uh, we can find it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I'll see you Thursday, Mike. All right. All right, Mike. Well, Catholic Radio, I want to thank them both for uh, being part of our broadcast here at Lincoln. And let's run down the scoring, and then we will uh, sign off and be back on Thursday night. For Dowling Catholic, the leading scorer for the Maroons is Ryan Riggs, 23. 20- 12 points for Matt Stillwell. They were two Maroons in double figures. Seven points for Omaha Ballou. Rounding out scoring for Dowling. Four points for Drew Daniel. 
three points for Michael Keel and uh, two points each for Jack Gretke and for uh, Joe Strocco and uh, Simon Daniel off the bench with the three-pointer as the Maroons went five of six at the free throw line in the contest. For Des Moines Lincoln, they're leading, they had two players uh, that led them in scoring, nine points for Nate Feller and nine points for Kent, Ben Badger. Badger averaging 17.5 points and Feller averaging 14.5, both held to nine points by the Maroons. Seven points for uh, Cameron Young, six points for uh, Cameron Francis, and four points for Ron Boston for Lincoln. Rail splitters went seven of ten at the free throw line. And the quarter scores tonight, uh, Dowling jumped out to an 18-8 to first quarter lead, outscored Lincoln 14-5 to in the second quarter. Dowling led 32-13 at the half. Maroons outscored Lincoln 10 to 8 in the third quarter. Dowling had a 42-21 lead going into the fourth quarter, and both teams played to a 14-14 tie in the fourth quarter, and the Maroons win at 56-35 over Des Moines Lincoln. Uh, Dowling now leads the series over Lincoln 11 to 3, and the Maroons now have a uh, uh, last last year, excuse me, Lincoln defeated Dowling 57-55 at Dowling, snapping a five-game win streak in this series, but the Maroons a winner tonight, and uh, for Des Moines Lincoln, their record falls to 12 and 8. They are the Central Conference champs, the record of 8 and 2. And their next con- broadca- next game, excuse me, will be this Friday night at number one Ankeny Centennial, and that'll be a tip off at 7:45 at the Centennial Gym. And they'll open up substate play next Monday. They'll host Mason City at 7 o'clock here at the Roundhouse, and the winner of that game will face and travel to number six Waukee on Friday, February 28th. For Dowling Catholic, their next game will be our next broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling hosting Southeast Polk. That'll be this Thursday, February 20th. 6.15 tip-off. We'll go on the air at 6 o'clock Thursday night in a boys-only contest. And the Maroons will have about eight days off. They're in Substate 8 in Class 4A, and they will uh, take on the winner of Council Bluffs Jefferson and Lewis Central. That game will be played this Monday night, February 24th. And the winner of that game will travel to Dowling on Friday, February 28th, and we'll have that game at 7 o'clock from the Dowling Gym. Again, that'll wrap up our broadcast tonight. I want to thank everybody here at Des Moines Lincoln, including their athletic director, Phil Chia, and his staff, Roberta Nigro, Heidi Evans. Appreciate all their help. Head coach, Justin Einerson, and his staff. And reminder, our next broadcast will be this Thursday night, February 20th, Dowling hosting Southeast Polk. Pre-game at 6 o'clock, tip-off 6.15 right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our thanks to everybody involved, including our studio producer, Jeff Piggott, and the executive director of Iowa Catholic Radio is Tony Calumet. We want to thank them for all they do, and including our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports in our 43rd year. Once again, this is Mark Amadale for Mike Swaim Sr. and Mike Swaim Jr. from the Roundhouse at Des Moines Lincoln. The final score for the final time tonight, Dowling Boys, a 56-35 winner over Des Moines Lincoln. The Maroons now improve their record to 14-6 on the season, while Lincoln falls to 12-8 until Thursday night. And for our studio producer, Jeff Piggott, we'll talk to you Thursday night. This is Mark Amadale thanking you for tuning into our broadcast tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Until then, have a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kevin, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.